Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Episode 51. Oh, no. Why do your hands go up like this? One? I don't know, man. I'm trying to get it. Together. I'm trying to release <laughs> some energy. I'm consistent. Fifty Cent said consistency is the key to all success. Uh, do everything I consistent. I don't want to start the show off hating. So, uh, you know, <laughs> that's C Diddy. I'm Matt. Makes me sick. We are back. Episode fifty one. We've done fifty of these. This is the first one after the fiftieth. Definitely ripped off fifty. Man. Oh, I have. <clears throat> guess what I have? I have clarity on the roots picnic. Ah, uh, <laughs> I was. I meant to text you about that because we were texting earlier. Yeah, I, I meant to say something about that. Uh, I just forgot. apparently Talib was missing. I had no idea. Talib was on tour with P and B Rock. Did you see his broccoli? On, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on he texted me the broccoli first. <laughs> that was funny. I was like, "Yo, that broccoli's serious." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's like that's like some Flintstone broccoli. Like, Talib is is weird. <laughs> He doesn't follow me, but he, he talks to me. He doesn't follow me on Instagram, and he he's like, "Hey, do you want me to DM you this? Or you want me to text it to he, you?" He tweeted me the other day, like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take y'all to eat after the jump." I'm like, "Why don't you follow me?" I'm like, "Shit is just weird." Can't be fucking up my ratios. <laughs> but but uh, <laughs> the last one worried about ratios a lot. Yeah, really? <laughs> but yeah, give me the, the clarity on that. All right, so we have a time slot, right? Which we'll announce later. We have a time slot. We can either solicit. From the guests that are on the show, or bring our own guests. Okay, and we will have a specific. It's like a specific podcast stage where people will f- flock to us. Record, hopefully, uh-huh. to us live streaming our podcast. And it'll be going on while the whilst the other things are going on in the background. But we'll have a specific time slot for the realest podcast ever. Now, will it be like this? Um, it's going to be a stage. I'm guessing that they're probably going to have like some mobile setup because okay. they have eight of these or whatever the fuck, however many podcasts that they're going <laughs> to be actually doing. And then there's uh, it'll be in, potentially integrate the podcast stage area will be integrated with like the influencer tent and all of that shit because they like have fashion people come now and all of that too. So okay. we can. Hit some people up that are on the show. Hey, we're the little podcast that could. Would you like to come on our show? Fuck no. Okay, cool. Or we can bring one of these random <laughs> vagabonds from <laughs> from our personal networks and uh, see how that goes. Uh, shit. <laughs> I'm going right for like little Uzi or some shit like let me say the most let's go let's reach out to the most anti-social guy on the whole platform that doesn't do media yeah. let's see let's get that no out of the way first terrible interview <laughs> giver. yeah that'll be dope yeah, let's get that no right out of the way um seeing as though I'm, I'm like not hip so I don't even know who the rest of the people are that aren't like legends <laughs> like I know Dave Chappelle Diplomats uh The Roots Fab and Jada are on there that would be funny. <laughs> that would be a funny little interview. I don't think Fab's going to be doing much interviews. I don't think he's going to be doing much of anything. I think his whole summer is canceled. Is Fab on, like, he's he's still on, like... Well, he had a show. Him and Jada had a show at Terminal 5 the day after the news broke. Uh, 
sponsored by Hot 97 and people was giving Hot 97 shit like, yo, y'all need to cancel this fucking show, like blah, blah, blah. And they like, no, <laughs> like, fuck y'all. Like, you know what I'm saying? These niggas got a front end deposit. Like, we sold tickets. Like, hell no, we ain't canceling this shit. We need this for our bottom line. Yeah. So they had, you know, people fake picketing and shit like that. But they, the show went on and apparently it sold out at Terminal 5. Okay. Which is like their TLA. Yeah, yeah, I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we have some clarity. Yeah, we have we have clarity, and um, you know, when and if I talk to Talib again, I'll be able to uh, pull some more information from him. He was very forthcoming. Got to get it in spurts. Yeah, yeah. little blocks and shit. Yeah, I can't sense. over. Don't want to overload me or him. Yeah, it makes sense. I can understand. So uh, yes, we are actually on the roost picnic. So I've I confirmed that also. <laughs> <laughs> this was not a typo, ladies and gentlemen. We were fronting these last couple of weeks real confident, like, and uh, we weren't sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this. Like uh, y'all been bumped for Joe buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Joe apparently Rory and Maul made a big enough of a stir that you guys are now replaced. See you next year. That's dope though. Probably not. Nah. But yeah. Other than that though, how was your week? Week was fucking great. Phenomenal. I'm getting closer and closer to a big purchase, which people have asked me not to name, so I will not talk about it, but I'm getting closer and closer to a very big purchase that I'm very excited about. Talk to you about it off air. I know what it is. Yeah. It, it we're almost there. We're more than halfway there. That's what's up. Yeah. I uh Oh yeah, I'm Scratch off guys now <laughs> Matt just told me When I rolled up He's like yo He's like I just fucking Hit a fucking scratch off ticket 500 bucks He's like I was like So what'd you do with the money Bought more scratch, Bought more scratch off scratch <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what anybody would do Any sensible character Would buy more scratch off Yeah absolutely But other than that The uh Week was cool man I pretty much just like I called out Ah, ah you see me showing off? <laughs> Called out. Got them days back. Got them days, baby. <laughs> I called my. I said, you know what it is, baby. Put me in the book. I'll let y'all in a couple days. This time last year, they told Matt. They said, listen, if you call out one more fucking time, yeah. don't don't show up. It's call real, your man. union rep. It's real. But uh, week was good, man. It was cool. I'm I'm glad it's uh pretty much over. Yeah, you know. So I want to say shout out to all our new listeners. I got a lot of people been hitting me up on social me, me media. Me too. And stuff. It's weird. Like, like you know, I deleted my gram, but they've been hitting me on Twitter from all different places. Yeah, pretty dope. They hit me up like, yo, you know, I just started listening to the show. Like, what should I like? I don't even know where to start, but I listened to y'all last five episodes. Like, where do I go from here? What's your top three? And I'm like. I don't remember this shit. <laughs> like my my brain is mush. I smoke too much weed for this. Yeah, it's like the the um. I can always remember like the guests. Yeah, like I can't remember like you know different episodes where we were just going because we talk. So we have people, so many conversations. People, you know what people ask me? Number one question people ask me <clears throat> is what episode was Bring the Label back? And I have no fucking clue. Bring the label. What is Bring the Label? What do you mean? I'm bringing the label. Oh, back. I'm bringing the label. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. Um, what episode? I have no clue what episode. We should have named the show "Bring the Label Back." Yeah. We would fucking know which one it is. That was one of our best, better laughs. <laughs> the the funniest one was uh, you know those those are the type of niggas that creep in through your window. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. And then they go in the judge. It's like, yeah, he shouldn't have been home. <laughs> what the fuck is this nigga doing home? You, you, you're honorable. Yeah, we had verbal. When uh, AO FaceTime Nelly on air, that was <laughs> that, that was hilarious. <laughs> we had some we had some good laughs, man. Very very good times. 
It's dope to see it still going and uh, people still supporting. And getting is it's honestly getting bigger. Yeah, like it's the the fucking audience, the reactions, like more consistent sponsors as of late. Like shit's getting bigger. I had somebody uh, hit me on Twitter in my mentions the other day. Like I don't even know who it was because uh, you know whatever. But he was like, I hate I hate this dude. Matt makes me sick, but I respect him. I'm just like. All right, well, there's that. <laughs> well, there goes that. <laughs> there's that. In the words of my sales manager, Seth Frankel, so there we have that. And uh, I'm like, all right. Then somebody else hit me, was like, yo, you just almost ran me over on the 48. I'm like, man, fuck out my mentions. <laughs> like, 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 what the hell? Uh, man, but yeah, a uh, couple days ago, uh, my man H, his birthday is coming up. He's doing a birthday party next week at V Lounge. He came down to bring me the money and shit. I guess he didn't know he was talking to me when he called the club phone or whatever that, like that. So we just talking regular and shit. So he showed the clip, like, oh shit, what's up? They like, man, we need that podcast every week, nigga. You, y'all be bullshitting. I'm like, no, nah, we back, man. Relax. Yeah. Like, I, I text Chad yesterday. I'm like, I'm halfway hoping you say no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to go home and go to sleep when I get all work. <laughs> I'm a, you see how it's a, you know, we recording tomorrow? You like yes? I'm like okay. <laughs> like oh, so this what we, this what you doing? I'm like all right, whatever. But we're here. Uh, nothing else on the uh, administrative? On the, on, nah, nothing. Nothing else on the administrative. No, uh, no ads this week. Unfortunately, you know what's crazy? Somebody asked me the other day was like, um, because they they were looking at a Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, and you know Charlemagne has like the laptop, and Angeli has the laptop, and it was like, do you guys like are y'all that? And I'm like, you know, I don't know what the hell they be having on the laptops. And I, I'm like, nothing. Pornhub. I think Char- Charlemagne seems to me to be like a real writer. So I'm, I'm assuming well, like Charlemagne is like the nigga that's in class doing his homework for another class. So like I'm thinking that he's on air. Like he's so good at radio that he's on air doing other like but, writing but you another see, book. He, or he reads off the screen when he does like the donkey today because all of that be like he yeah, wrote yeah. those. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I tell people I'm like <sighs> it's it's weird that like we have this thing. I'm like man, like we really don't have nothing written that you you're more of a writer than yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean we come with you know show notes and stuff like that. But you know last week I didn't even really fucking reference my notes at all like i just i just would go who needs an alarm in the morning when mcdonald's has sausage egg and cheese mcgriddles and a breakfast cut off ba-da-ba-ba-ba we hit the topics or whatever like that but you know we just, a, a lot of shit we talk about we be kind of passionate about or we have like a specific like take on it so it's like it ain't I don't need to read off a laptop we both like this ain't a diss we're both like kind of know-it-alls so yes. <laughs> yes you know it doesn't matter what you ask me <laughs> I kind of have an opinion on it it's just the way it go yeah, or if I don't we're like man get the fuck out of here pretty much and, and there you have that there uh, we have it uh what else what else oh um our sponsor from last week TRPE results. Our sponsor from last week sold seven books oh, wow. in the first week. Shout out Steph. So she's already recouped about 60% of her investment. Um, you know, so TRPE advertising works, people. Give us your money. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's what's up. So <clears throat> kicking it off this week, the number one uh viral topic of the week, uh Safari. Uh, I ha- crazy part, I haven't really been on the internet oh, all week, man. so I haven't even like I mean, really I mean you got a good check coming. 
<laughs> you ain't been on the internet. Not knowing that, know how to read between those uh, lines. No, no. <laughs> I'm just, I like, I, I be like detaching myself sometimes. Yeah. Like you got to, you know what I mean? Because you know you log on and Safari's crying. You know, it's like it's like that's really what happens. Yo, when the you shit log was on so, to the internet. So Safari was was robbed at gunpoint on Monday. He, um, he got caught lacking. He's out here with 200k worth of fucking jewelry on. Um, Dressed like Toucan Sam And <laughs> motherfuckers Can see him From across the GW bridge And for some strange reason He thought that this day Would never come And um, unfortunately Somebody that was Actually around him Which is usually The case mm-hmm. in, in these cases Set his ass up Got him robbed um, They took $183,000 In cash and, and jewelry From him And apparently The dumbasses Who robbed him Were literally Arrested Before they even Made it across Like As soon as they Crossed the bridge They got arrested Crashed the car. They were in a like a, a, a Escalade with no plates on it. Crashed the car, hopped out on foot, and then were immediately apprehended by authorities. And apparently there's one person on the lamb, but uh, they're going to tell on the third person. So. <laughs> what? I don't. What, were they getting chased by the cops? Yes. So the cops had already like found them. They had already identified them. Why? Why are y'all driving around Fort Lee, New Jersey, which is a suburb, like a cul-de-sac community? Why are you driving around Fort Lee, New Jersey, in an Escalade with no license plates on? Pull over. Police chase ensues. They crash the car. And this was after the foot, robbery. Immediately after. So why the fuck did he come on the radio crying ten hours later? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, sorry, bro. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird when I did see it. I'm thinking like. He got right, like coming in like on some right, right, Tupac right. like shit. on some like quiet studio shit. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah, no. But then they was like he got robbed earlier, like, like earlier in the night. Yeah, like it was like uh, three a.m. I'm like, bitch, it's noon. Like, what are you crying about? That's so weird. So they recovered the shit. I don't know if they got a shit back. I mean, I wouldn't want the shit back at this point. Yeah, no, I, I probably wouldn't either. Yeah, but not, like, nah, hopefully that. But I'd be like, please don't find it. I'm getting all new shit. Yeah, if he got it insured. Yeah, he said he, he said it was all insured. He was going, you know, get cashed out or whatever. Case. I want all new shit. You robbed me, keep that shit. I don't want none of it. I'm hello progressive. Yeah, I'm, most of these uh, niggas don't have like insurance though. Well, he said he did. I mean, I mean, somebody like he's got it. Like my thing with Safari is this, right? You got dumped by the most one of the three most famous women in the world. You got ran down on at BET weekend for hanging around and speaking to dumbass DJ Self's goofy ass a little bit too long. You got hands <laughs> and feet put on you. Wait, who hit him there? Dream Chasers. Oh, that was the shit getting out the. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Now you just got lined up by somebody that was taking pictures with you and shit for the last fifteen years. You knew since you was fourteen years old. Oh, this was like his man. Yeah, he knew he super knew him. Like he in pictures with him and Nikki. The guy, one of the guys that robbed him is in pictures with him and Nikki. So That's like he super knew him. So my thing is this: like you have three different instances where you didn't know what the fuck was going on. Right. You gotta wake the fuck up at some point and stop like living in la la land. Like every when we first saw you and found out that you was Nicki Minaj's boyfriend, we all knew you are on the clock. Before this shit is over Before a ball player Or some other famous rapper Takes your bitch Lo and behold It was fucking Meek Who wasn't even a big rapper At the time He was yeah. just like The dopest street guy Or whatever the case may be So You're not paying attention there You fucking lacking in LA You got active beef You've been telling Meek Suck your dick on social media For a year straight Lo and behold Who pulls up 
Meek and the Knockout King, TV Bay. Well, in, in Safari's defense, he got out of that one. Well, yeah, because he did the speed racer. He's a power ranger. <laughs> he got the fuck out. Yeah, his fucking head, the cartoon shit, his fucking legs was in the air. His man got the beats put to him. Oh, yeah, his man got his ass whipped. Yeah. His man got his shit handed to him by a nigga with a suit on. <laughs> 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 nigga with a suit on, duffed him out. Yeah, but um, that was my joint. Like, why the fuck is he on Angie Martinez? Crying? My thing is, if I get robbed at 3 a.m. and I got a, uh, a radio interview set for noon, the whole day is canceled. I got to find out what the fuck just went on and figure out like how did this happen to me? Like I'm not leaving. I'm it's like me, my phone and like a, a laptop like searching for like Russian contract killers and shit like that. Like it's it, it's it's not time to talk to Angie Mark. Like as yeah, yeah. as much as big as the look is of I'm Safari, like it's not that time, man. We got to reschedule. So that whole shit was weird. Then him getting up there crying like dog if you got insurance, you should be celebrating. You had a bunch of dumbass jury anyway. Like, they did you a favor. Yeah. Like, I, I know somebody right now that got a fucking, got a watch that a friend of theirs is wearing. And he's like, man, I hope somebody take the watch from the nigga. Disclaim <laughs> Get my fucking money back. That's funny. This shit. <laughs> well, um, a lot of people be bitching off of this shit being real. Like I think that's be a thing that no, creeps I, that, into the but game. When, when I initially saw him, how hard he was crying, I think he was like, "They gonna find out this shit ain't real." <laughs> like they gonna have me all over the motherfucking <laughs> internet. Somebody made a fake. Uh, you know how when niggas get robbed, the goon videos always come out with the mask on and shit. Yeah. Somebody made a fake goon video saying that they was the ones that robbed Safari because he owed them some some money. But the jury was like some like <laughs> Hello Kitty jury and shit like. A bullshit watch One of them big ruby chains yeah. It was terrible Yeah that shit goes on man Man That's bad Yeah mans We terrible man That's yeah, fucked man. up So yeah so uh, Word to the wise If you get If you get lined uh, A block or a, Or one of the doorstep of your home You probably have too many people coming to your house uh, number two, it's time to move immediately. Yeah, got to get out of there. Got to get out of there immediately. I don't give a fuck if you move 15 blocks away. You got to you gotta get the fuck from over there and stop inviting people to your crib. The most shocking part of the whole shit was he said that he had security at the club and then he sent the security home. Could be an insurance job. It's looking more and more like that because it's like, yo, if you got, a, if you got 200K worth of jury and cash on you, you don't think that it's worth paying the security the extra buck an hour each man or whatever the fuck you got to pay them to make sure that the shit get home? Yeah. He just might have got in bed with the world's dumbest criminals, though, that uh, actually did the robbery. They couldn't even get over the damn bridge. <clears throat> and that's, that's, that's fucked up. That it's like you could really just, you know, be doing your thing, whatever, whatever. And it don't even be like a, a enemy. It'd be like your folks. Yeah, that's the, that's fucked up, man. I mean, they say it be your own people. They do all the memes on uh, on Twitter. Be your own niggas. Be your own mama. Shit, rough, man. Ruining lives. Like motherfuckers about to be up top for whatever, just on the strength. Yeah, I mean, somebody's gonna be like, man, it was Safari's idea. <laughs> like that's the that's the plot twist I'm waiting on. It was all Safari's idea. <laughs> now he got now he get locked the fuck up for insurance for up. <laughs> So far, exactly. <laughs> then you got to go do seven and a half to thirteen for the fucking insurance fraud, like a dickhead. Goodness gracious, so far, get yourself together. 
Yeah, that's a <clears throat> excuse me. That's a bad look, boy. That's just a terrible situation. Fucking academics weird ass did a uh, did a dissertation on the shit. He uh, he was breaking down. He took the time to listen to Safari's music, which I'm sure was painful enough. Academics is <laughs> it, it's like we didn't give him clown of, <laughs> of 2017, but boy. So listen, he <laughs> this motherfucker was listening to Safari's lyrics and was breaking down all the all the gun talk mm-hmm. in Safari's lyrics, and I'm like, damn. He was he was talking real spicy on these uh, born American records. Yeah. Now, now look at you, that motherfucker got on Angie Martinez said, "I'm a law abiding citizen. I'm cooperating to the fullest extent of the law." <laughs> <laughs> no, they pulled out real hammers, Angie. <laughs> they had actual guns, not the prop drones from the music videos. Yeah, no, he he was on some bullshit. So, uh. Pray for Safari's jury. It hasn't gone on tour just as of yet. So. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm guessing that the cops recovered this shit. These videos usually pop up pretty quickly. Yeah, motherfuckers, rappers get jewelry taken. That should be eight different cities. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. So, uh, <laughs> me, me and Matt's favorite rapper at the moment. Real quick, you know, she just, because I'm thinking about like gangs and shit all over. I don't know why the San Antonio gang popped into my head. <laughs> I go I front. front. <laughs> we, so took long, we took it out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. My bad. We're good. Uh, me, me and Matt's favorite rapper and personality of the moment, Takashi Six Nine, brought the Gangster Gauntlet tour to Philly this past Sunday. I was gonna ask what all happened with him in Philly. Like nothing, nothing. Smooth, smooth sailing, smooth fucking sailing. You know what I'm saying? So he brought the Gangster Gauntlet tour to uh, Philadelphia. He was at two spots. He was in Philly all fucking day. I saw him in pictures with a bunch of dirty niggas with Rock Nation hats on at uh, around like noon. <laughs> Which signaled his arrival in the city. <laughs> that struck me as as odd for some. It was, it was like mad, dirty niggas with Rock Nation hats on. Rock Nation hats, funny as shit. So it was like it was like four niggas. <laughs> I'm like yo, but Casanova's Rock Nation, and then like, but these niggas is got the hats on and they hanging with Takashi and they enemies. Like, I was confused. So Takashi did a whole day in Philadelphia. Uh, he was at Galaxy Live. Uh, nightclub with my people shout out uh Mont and dj boo is for easter sunday concert live nation canceled two of his shows so he was so dead set on doing the show 
to come to Philly and show Live Nation that y'all don't have no control over me, my brand, or my fans. And they, it, he ended up doing a free concert. They packed the fucking venue out. It was like a thousand people there. This motherfucker's walking on people. He's like fucking in the crowd. Like they holding him up and shit. Like, and um, he just gave like a crazy ass show. Uh, Apparently he checked in with uh, him and Treyway checked in with the king of Philly, uh, Gilly the Kid. They had a, a, a nice exchange and they had a video and all of that uh, of them, you know, together at some fucking hotel or whatever. And he checked in with uh, Tifi also. Now, when you check in, is it like and they meet up? Yeah, they met up. So is it like do you do you bring like, you know, like refreshments? Like, do you show up like? <laughs> Depending on uh, the, you, you might like I bought locks and bagels. <laughs> you know, like like when I gotta, you, ch- I, I got a meat tray. <laughs> like when you check in, case of Bel Air, Boomer made us some wings. <laughs> like, like what happens when you check? Like y'all link up for the check. I'm unfamiliar with this and never want to be familiar with the process. But apparently, like it seemed like everybody was very happy to see each other. They took pictures. They made videos. Like. Seemed like everybody was genuinely happy to be with each other, and you know, Takashi came out of it unscathed. No Philly goons went upside his head. The nigga Treyway was like the most shocking. I don't know. I'm gonna see you this video. The nigga Treyway was like the same guy who who told uh, Game and Whack and all them to suck a thousand dicks and all that. He was so happy to see Gilly. <laughs> like he was, yeah. he was cheesing from ear to ear. No man, they try to keep us apart. But we brung it together. He was doing the hand motions and everything. <laughs> we brung it together, man. You know what I'm saying? Real niggas collide worldwide. He was rapping and shit. I'm like, is he the rapper or the manager? Like, what the fuck is going on here? So, wait, where is Galaxy Live at? On Broad Street. Used to be Jolly's Live. Oh, okay. That's Galaxy. Okay, okay, okay. And then he went to Vanity. Then he went to Vanity. So, he had the, con- the free concert, all ages. You had the fucking seven and eight year olds in there with their parents and shit. See the Mexican Puerto Rican gangster kid. That's why the okay. I saw videos of people. Go, all right, yeah, all right. yeah. So that was that. Then he came to Vanity for the after party. I was there early, like getting some shit together, whatever. There was literally people there at seven thirty. The doors didn't open till nine. There was people there at seven thirty waiting. Like, oh no, we cool. We'll wait. Can y'all get out the parking lot at least? No, we can't. Oh, you want to tell them about my new job at Vanity? Oh, yeah. Matt is is officially hired. Matt is now the parking supervisor. So if you come through and your shit ain't right, you don't have your money, whatever like that, you're getting the fuck out the parking lot. All day. All day and all fucking night. Will I get, will I, like, do I got to get my Act 235? I mean, if you want to be strapped, you might. I mean, it depends on how. What? How do you want to supervise? I, I want to. I want a pistol. <laughs> well, you need to get your act two thirty five. I'm gonna bring my Glock. What yeah. you mean? Yeah, that that that'll teach him. Yeah, because I I don't want to be out there with just a taser. <laughs> you need niggas get rowdy. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna come down there Friday. We'll see how it works. That sounds like first day on the job. You know what I'm saying? I gotta call John when I get off air and let him know that you hired. Like, where the fuck is the supervisor at? Oh, he at the bar <laughs> eating crab cakes. <laughs> I got any more of this uh, cocktails on? <laughs> but how was the shit at Vanity though? Like when he uh, the after party was at, at Vanity was like four hundred people or whatever. You know he has like a younger audience and shit. It was a Sunday, so all things considered, that was a good turnout. When he came in January, and it was no prior event to it. We just, I mean, uh, December. He came. We brought him December twenty second. He came. It was no like 
preceding event, whatever, everything came to vanity. It was like 550 people on a Friday night. So doing 400 on a Sunday was actually pretty good. Yeah, he's a, he's a young legend. I don't know where his Breakfast Club interview was at. It was it was up there last time. He's definitely number two. Yeah. Like, he's passed all of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, Other so than, it's Birdman and then it's him. Yeah. He passed. I was shocked that he passed Uh, not Beans, not Monique. Um, Damn. What's the joke I'm thinking about? What's another one of their crazier episodes? Um... Kodak wasn't that high. It was just no. a strange interview. Uh, yeah, he's a seven point eight million on a Breakfast Club. That's crazy. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. That's insane. It'll come to me, but yeah, I'm not fucking. So another up. successful stop on the Gangster Gauntlet tour. Uh, we will keep you updated on what Takashi does next. <laughs> that would be a dope like joint for his tour, <laughs> the Gangster Gauntlet. <laughs> they should pay me like thirty five thousand. They can have that name. You know what I'm saying? Or they could just take it and I'll sue them. Either way. However you guys want to handle it. So that was that. Um, revisiting a, a, a popular story from last week. Um, y'all's guy, because this is not our guy. Uh, Fabuloso. Jabulous. <laughs> Chat. Yeah. <laughs> now known as Fabuloso the Cutter. Um, <laughs> J-A-B-O-L-O-U-S. <laughs> fucking knife-wielding rap maniac Fabulous was a uh, quote on home video threatening to blow no, the... No, that wasn't like home video. Somebody was filming. That wasn't like a... Oh, so cell phone video. Cell phone. Somebody was just had their phone out. Uh, threatening to blow the father of his longtime girlfriend's brains out uh, whilst pointing a knife at him. Yeah. And... Uh, it turns out he's Dominican after all. Shout out to uh, DNA, the battle rapper. He, he said he'd shoot people with the knife. Remember that was like one of his worst lines. Cut him with the thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So what? Uh, uh, it turns out he's Dominican after all. Uh, after suppressing it for all these fucking years, is and, he really uh, like? Uh, he's half the. His father's Dominican. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. He's a fucking wetback. Um, highlights <laughs> of this video um, include Emily screaming and running away from Fab. Yeah. Uh, and his blade can't forget his blade. Um, with the kids wailing in the background, that was like the craziest the part. The kids of, weren't, yeah, they weren't. They yeah. were going crazy yeah. in the background. Um, he was a, eventually charged and arrested in New Jersey. Turned himself in. He's out on bail now. He had a show the very next night with uh, Hot ninety seven. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah, he had a show with Hot ninety seven the next night. And all the fake outrage and all that shit behind that. But the show goes on, and then uh, now he's facing up to ten years in prison behind this shit, depending on you know the outcome of it. But uh, I guess he's going to you know be on trial for the next couple months, probably a year, yeah. trying to figure this shit out and uh, probably you know purchasing rings and shoes and cars and all type of things to get her to uh, drop the charges. Yeah, I, I don't see them. Like, well, let me shut up. The uh, <laughs> Stranger things have happened. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, let me check myself. Stranger things have happened. Um, That's just a bad situation. It's just a bad look. It's a, it's a horrible look. Like, it's like you wait till your 20th year in the game to beat your bitch up. Well, if indeed you did it. Not, that's been going on for, for years. <laughs> like, somebody asked me the other day, like, do you think this is the first time? I'm like, fuck no. Nah, like, nah. I read Ike Turner's autobiography. You don't, the first time, you, you don't knock her teeth out and threaten to kill her dead. Like, no. Yeah, that's a progression. No, nah, it's been going on for a little while. Like, it's just a bad look all the way around. It's just a stinky situation. And it's yeah. like, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's fucked up, but it's like, you know, you're not, like, fam, not a legend on that type time. Like, Jay-Z, you know, 
He couldn't beat Beyonce yet. But he could beat some chick up. He did it. Jason stab niggas allegedly like it is Jay. Yeah. When you are like Biggie, you when you that type time you can Pac, Pac allegedly raped the chick and everybody called her went a to lion jail bitch. for rape. And everybody called her a lion bitch. Yeah. You lion ass bitch. Yeah. Well what about when he raped me? Fuck you. Yeah. Like nobody cares. Michael Jackson went down for raping a kid and then went down for raping another kid. And dancing on top of a car. Thriller is Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Still on the Billboard 200. Going platinum every year. This <laughs> is what it is. Like, when you legend, look at R. Kelly. Like, motherfuckers literally, I saw somebody the other day, like, I think R. Kelly done really finally lost his mind. I'm like, finally? What about 17 years ago? <laughs> I knew R. Kelly was crazy when he dropped Double Up album. Like, I knew Kells was crazy. Remember the joint we was arguing? The, what was his man's name? Uh, what was his homie's name on the song? Ah, the nigga, he was uh, Milton. <laughs> Milton! Start the car. This bitch is tripping. I'm like, yo, Kel's really out of his fucking mind. We did that and then trapped in the closet 832. <laughs> Kel's been nuts. But motherfuckers now are like, I'm done with Kells. Yeah, like, like it's you, only you, after the 92nd you, allegation. You out here kidnapping bitches, beating, feeding them dog food. Like when you a legend, you can get away with just about anything. Oh yeah, anything. Yeah, it's like known that Dr. Dre beat D. Barnes ass. Beat the shit out of D. Barnes. People are like yo D, can you stop talking about this shit? Like the fuck. The man's a billionaire. Have some fucking decency. See, Barnes ain't dropped the chronic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just fuck. Have up. some fucking respect, but D. Barnes. Guy, like when you a legend, you can really, really your name would be on anything, and motherfuckers is like whatever. Brandy killed a guy with a car. Real talk. Shit, real. It's just the way it go. But it's like Fab, you not that level to where you can get involved in like this. Yeah, no. Nah. And then the fact that Emily's kind of known and has like little weird fans and shit. So it's like, you know. I saw somebody the other day on Twitter was like, Emily's so talented. I hate seeing, you know, women, you know, give up their years to be with these guys. And I'm like, all right, look, you know, I, I was slow down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Park the fucking car. You know, right he should have beat her up. But it's like, what talent are we talking about? We ain't going to get carried away here. You know what I'm saying? I respect the woman as much as anybody, but come the fuck on. We're not going to jump out the building. Yeah, no. This isn't Tina Turner. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Tina Turner had one of the greatest songs ever in music. In like, like, I'm sorry, where's Emily's Dangerously in Love? Yeah. Like, ain't nobody, like, hold on, throw all this talent. Yeah, but uh, it's just a stinky situation. You know, they started going on to, because that, that was crazy. I saw it on Twitter, people debating, like, if Fab has, like, classic material. And I'm like, no. He has one classic song. Breathe. Breathe is classic. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't have a classic album. But what's crazy is I don't even think it's classic because of him. I just think it's classic because of Blaze. Yeah, it was just that era. Like, I can't remember none of the words from Breathe. I can. But uh, the beat was just phenomenal. Yeah. Shout out Joe Buttons. I know he hates us, but uh, <laughs> Joe Buttons said, I'm glad producers charge so high for the track because now they do all the work you just apply in the rap. Like, that was one of his best lines. And it's like, yeah, like a lot of the shit that just came out... It's the producers doing the work. It's like, I, I never really looked at Fab as like, you know, like top tier. I never looked at Fab as like second tier. I just think he was like a cool yeah. punchline rapper. Like, I, like Lloyd Banks, all of them type guys. Yeah. 
motherfuckers get motherfuckers that get mad at that, but I'm like, Lloyd Banks has like smash albums and smash singles, and it's just like, where's Fab's five times platinum album at? Like, what did Fab first John do? Ghetto Fabulous. That had uh, to do some work. Mill and a half. I had to do something. Yeah. Mill and a half. He dropped the same day as uh, Blueprint. He did. And like, sure did. Nine Eleven. Yeah, he yeah. did like two thirty seven the first week or some shit like that. Yeah. That was an inflated ball era anyway. Everybody was selling records. Me and you could have fucking put out an album and yeah. sold four hundred thousand the first week. We could have got some records sold, boy. I mean, we could it'd been me, you, and Irv Gotti and Track Masters. Like we could have sold we could have put some numbers on the board, dog. Smiles and South South Star <laughs> type shit. Like, yeah. We could have put some fucking numbers on the board, dog. Uh by far my favorite joke of the week as it keeps uh it, as the week keeps going on is damn fab. Uh, you know shit serious Fab ain't posted a corny lay In X amount of yeah, days Yeah that's funny Like too. it just keeps extending yeah. So now it's like a, First it was two days Now it was, it was four days Now it was a week The the jokes write them fucking selves That's hilarious Yeah But I, I saw plot a twist, joke the other day About the Fab shit Plot twist He probably can't get dressed Cause she's a stylist Ah she is a stylist I She's his fucking stylist Now what you gonna do Fab Yeah put a lock on the uh, armor <laughs> <laughs> With all this corny shit in there that's fucked up, man. Oh, Ari Spears was in my mentions trying to argue with me yesterday. About what? He's, he pops in my mentions like every <laughs> year and a half trying to argue. Because I was talking about Jordan and LeBron. He popped in my mentions talking all this crazy shit about me not respecting Jordan and this, that, and the third. And I'm like, yo, don't you have, like, shouldn't you be washing your fitted? <laughs> like, like, why are you in my mentions bothering me? Yo? Don't you have some all-white all A1s to clean the laces on? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing here? Hey, man, but uh, Ari Spears is always, he's trying to argue. He tries to argue with anybody. <laughs> he's one of them Twitter people. Like, Ari Spears is like the dad on that 70s show. <laughs> he's like, I will argue with anyone about anything. <laughs> Prove to me that you're fucking right. That Jordan LeBron shit is like, it's going to get somebody smoked. Yo, that page. Oh, oh my yo. God, man. Have you seen the bull that hates Jordan uh, on Twitter? It's the best shit ever, yo. It's, got, the, it's the best shit ever. Please give this page out so everybody can follow it. Oh, my God, man. He takes all these classic Jordan interviews and does voiceovers. Saying of Jordan saying how he played against uh, soccer dads and that he's not better than LeBron. This is the whole page. It's just like <laughs> he's like he's like he's like look at he's like look at Jordan shooting over Uncle Joey from Full House. Yo, he's the funniest. <laughs> and of course, I can't. Oh, it's Sports Talk Joe. Holy shit, man! But it's but the, the it's sport the best the, page. The man. sports is spelled with a zero. The talk is regular, and then the Joe is in an E. It's a three. So change the, the O to a – I mean, change the uh, O to a zero. Change the E to a three. And he has the funniest fucking Twitter. It's it, it, Like, if he had a YouTube page, he would probably have a million subscribers already. It, it's literally hands <laughs> Here, – here's MJ abusing Machine Gun Kelly in the low post. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the silliest shit on earth. And he finds the videos of Jordan playing in the 80s and 90s. And he, he's just doing the commentary. It's the funniest shit. He had something earlier I was fucking dying off of. What the fuck? Hold on. I got to find this. I know it's on my tweets because I yeah, but the the Jordan Lebron shit in general is going to get somebody killed, man. I saw one the other day. Somebody was like, "My goat didn't get his father killed for his yeah. gambling debts." Oh my goodness! 
What the fuck? Oh, here's MJ's other famous shot over Craig Elo. So the two most famous MJ moments were an offensive foul and a pull-up jumper over Uncle Joey from Full House. <laughs> <laughs> He's funny as shit. Did you see the one where it was it was him and Pippen like discussing like shit before they went on the court? Yeah. And it was him doing Jordan voice like, listen, you get the accountant, I'll get the farmer. <laughs> 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 yo, sports talk, Joe. This motherfucker has the funniest. Yo, the shit Twitter. against the Knicks when he was talking about the hard nosed '90s <laughs> defense, man. Nah, when he called Rick Smiths the white Roy Hibbert. <laughs> Dog, his yo, Twitter is man. absolutely hilarious. He said, he said, he said, this guy right here. He's like, this this guy right here, Bill Lambert. <laughs> he fucking fouled Jordan. This guy right here is six eight, two hundred forty pounds. If he fouls LeBron, he fucking dies. <laughs> he was like, see here the Pistons had a Bill Lambeer, Rodman, and Sally were sitting on the bench, and he was like, as you can see here, all of the uh, elite Piston defenders had gotten in foul trouble, and then it was two big white sitters. He's like, so here the Pistons went and got two Caucasians out of the crowd to come try to slow MJ down. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, look at that hard-nosed 90s defense. He was was the fucking first Jordan jump. He was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, my dumbass fans seem to think that I got shot and stabbed every time I came into the lane. Yeah, he like when he do Jordan voice. That he is like, funny. He like, so that's not true. Uh, fuck no, it's not true. No, <laughs> he said. Well, see, my fans all think that I'm like an amazing fucking athletic phenomenon, and they're they're pretty fucking stupid. In 20 years, they're gonna assume that I fucking played against Titans, and I, I'm just I can't wait for that. Honestly, I can't <laughs> wait for 20 years from now. <laughs> and it's crazy because like when you look at these videos and you see what's going on, it's like. Yeah, you ever see the drone where he dunked on Rex Chapman against the Hornets? He, no. He, he, you ever see that where he went in and out and jumped over Rex Chapman? And uh, he posted that video the other day, and the caption said, "Here's MJ dunking over the entire band of Color Me Bad." <laughs> <laughs> it really is four white men on the court, and Jordan just flying <laughs> over all of them. <laughs> this shit is hilarious, dog. Fucking hard nosed '90s defense, dog. man. That shit is too funny. He man. has by far the funniest Twitter out there. Like, even if you disagree, it's the funniest. That's the funniest. Like, and his crazy part is he's a Jordan fan, right? And he's like, I like Jordan. I got, I got Jordan at number two. I just don't think he's better than LeBron. So he just he was arguing with somebody about the whole shit. And he yeah. just he just went in his bag. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. It was like uh, he was like, yeah, Mike. So uh, why did you decide to go play baseball? He said, well, you know, I already knew that I wasn't as good as LeBron yeah, James yeah. at basketball. So then I wanted to go and see what other sports I could do that I wasn't as good as LeBron James at. And after one season of baseball, I knew I was not as good as LeBron James at baseball. <laughs> the Joan when Pippen carried Jordan off the court, he's like, we've seen LeBron. For 15 years, dominate the NBA, and he's never had a, a he's never been close to a injury that could sideline him. He never even gets tired. But here, MJ was absolutely exhausted after scoring 39 points on 35 shots against mortgage brokers and meteorologists. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just silly as shit. The things he comes up with, and then it's the picture, it's the the gif of Pippen pulling Jordan off the court. <laughs> It's the absolute best Twitter page in creation, man. It's hilarious, man.
The best part about that is if you put those players on the court now, that's literally what they would look like. They'd die. They would yeah. die. They would die yeah. on the court. And no, we, we argue this all the time on Twitter or anything, and my, people just don't get it. I was going at it with Kyle the other day, and I'm just like, y'all don't understand how demanding this shit is now from them dudes. Like, like, like Barkley was getting drunk on the sideline. Like during ga- like mid games, getting drunk yeah. because he was such a superior athlete to the trash men and the fucking uh, tax accountants that he was playing against yeah. that it didn't even make sense. I told people flat out, I'm like, yo, the people that Bill Russell was playing against had fucking jobs. They had to go to work in the morning. Yeah. Like, so you're going to tell me that somebody that's conditioned to just eat, sleep, breathe basketball, that's in superior condition, that fucking a guy that was playing against motherfuckers who had to go and deliver milk the next day yeah. can compete with them? He said right here, uh, rim protectors LeBron has played in the finals. Tim Duncan three times, Serge Ibaka, Tyson Chandler. Uh, rim protectors MJ played in the finals. Um, my vice principal from my high school. And it is, <laughs> look at this video. <laughs> it's just Jordan soaring past some white dude. Hard nosed nineties defense. <laughs> Shit is crazy, man. He said, "Oh, where, where's the hand checking? Where's yeah, the hand that's checking?" That's a funny fucking page, man. <laughs> so put in a bow on this uh, Fab story. We got sidetracked as we always do. Uh, fab- fabulous fanboys have been able to come to grips with the fact that their leader is a potentially uh, abusive piece of shit and have literally combed the internet's looking for any stories to refute his guilt. Uh, one story includes that Emily and her father stole three hundred thousand from him fourteen years ago. And um, this is the reason why he said that your dad's not allowed in my house. And um, the other ones include she hit him first and blah, 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 random domestic abuse bullshit. I'm looking at his new tweets from this. (laughs) (laughs) He got a picture of LeBron holding up his first chip and Jordan crying with his first chip and said LeBron defeats real athletes to win his first title. Looks like a badass celebrating. Jordan defeats a bus, a bunch of bus mechanics to win the title and cries like a little bitch. (laughs) Jordan crying with the trophy. It's like this dude funny as shit, man. But yeah, the fab show. I'm sorry. I went back to that, but, um, Get, my thing was seeing like women like oh like get all fab cage you don't know what she did and it's just like do we need to nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like we need to he knocked it, he knocked it what uh what didn't you say that you gonna knock the whole teeth out huh like <laughs> he really knocked her teeth out what she did ain't really what an issue teeth start getting removed it's over like it ain't no chance of reconciliation none of that shit like you could like throw water on me i had food thrown at me not too long ago like once you start knocking teeth out like yeah. permanent teeth we don't get these jones again yeah, like you're tripping yeah emily with the grippers going you're fucking bugging b nah, nah. that's a bad look Super bad look. You know what I'm saying? Super duper bad look. Puerto Rican women got enough problems. Yeah. L- you know what I'm saying? Weight gain being one of them, let alone knocking her fucking yeah, teeth You up. figure she only got, how old is Emily? She probably about, he 40, she got to be about 32, 33. Yeah, so she only got a couple more years before she looked like the lady to kill Selena. Flat so, out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she got to catch a new player and all that shit with three kids. Oh, man. Yeah. Fat playing games. You know, my girl had me watching the Real Housewives of um, 
Bergen County. I don't know somewhere. <laughs> I, I don't even know. It's somewhere in, in Virginia or Maryland. Okay. Yeah. You, I don't, do you know which one it is? I, 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 it's, it's some. Uh, it's Real Housewives of some suburban Virginia county. But the 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 shorty on there, she twenty six. I don't know her name. I don't know these types of names. Little all right, tight, tight little light skin joint, and she was like telling the other other light skin heifer about how she. Her and her, the husband are having problems and she's thinking about leaving and this, that, and the third. So then the husband comes on to the joint, both 55 and and white. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on, man? I'm just like, what is this? Right. And, and then I'm like, none of this shit be love. <laughs> this ain't like a real relationship. Like he purchased her. <laughs> Went to her parents' house and purchased her. Real shit. I'll give you $122,000 for your daughter. I'm looking for a winch. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything available? Can, can you help me? Yeah. Motherfuckers is crazy. It's like. Somebody the other day, they was getting on uh, Inoko. I- is it Inoko? 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 Whatever. Oh, because of the, uh, won't be no more silly shit? <laughs> I remember, I'm like, it's crazy how, like, motherfuckers will straight pass off their insecurities as jokes. Like, that shit ain't cool, yo. It's like, you following this nigga around now on a store. That's bad for business. Like, y'all look crazy. But. That shit is bad for everybody. For him, her. Yeah. It's bad for everybody except Tori Hart. Because she like, I told you so, bitch. The fuck you get? So who knows what? And the, the, the crazy part is like, if Emily was just some, you know, like that was his chick, but not known, it probably wouldn't have struck a chord with people. But you know, these reality shows have made people celebrities and stars for nothing. So, you know, good luck, guys. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, oh yeah, Meek's bail situation denied, denied again. I don't understand what's going on. This is the most absurd case in history. They they said that the judge said that uh, it's imperative that he does two to four years. I'm like Jesus. He's been giving chance after chance, and it's imperative that he does the two to four years to learn to learn a lesson. I'm like, what man. lesson? The fucking one of the arresting officers has come out and said it was a bullshit charge. It never happened. Yeah, they should throw the whole case out. The fact that it's still going on, fucking 14 years later, is like, oh my god, this is one of the arresting officers who's not even a cop no more. They can't find the other motherfucker who filed the report. He's just missing in action somewhere. So you take all of that into account. Plus the DA saying he should be let go. The ADA saying he should be let go. The parole officer and the PO supervisor all saying he should be freed on bail pending whatever review. And the judge is like, nah, fuck that. And she apparently has a civil suit filed against him for slander or whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And she still won't remove herself from the case. Refuses to recuse herself. And no one above her can like stop that? Nope. Dumbass Commonwealth. That's 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 scary. Very. Yeah, that's bonkers. Brinkley's headed towards oh well, academics might get clown of the year for eighteen, but uh she might repeat. Yeah. <laughs> might go back to she back. Might repeat, sis. Yeah, she, So the, uh, the case is going to the Supreme Court now. So what it's is going it? to the Supreme Court of the state. And it's coming with the, the, the DA's recommendation to release them. So that should help. Um, the governor spoke on it recently and said, I think he should be freed. Well, fucking free him. It's the strangest fucking case ever. And I talked to... Uh, I asked 
asked uh, Duke about it, our, our legal legal advice specialist, mm-hmm. Kevin Harden Jr. And I asked him, I said, hey, what do you think about Meeks? When it's, this is first going on, I said, what do you think about Meeks' case? Do you think he's being railroaded? He said he's being Conrailed, Amtrak, light railed, monorailed. Like he's being everything that you could possibly be. He said and he was giving me specific examples of other cases in PA that were more severe charges that were probation violations pending bail. Like pen, bail pending a future hearing or whatever, pending appeal. Bail pending appeal. That's what it's called or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if the judge sentences you to a VOP, you have the right to appeal it. If you disagree or whatever, or if you feel like the sentencing is too harsh. So in his case, that's exactly what he did. But she's not allowing him to post bail pending the appeal of the VOP, even though that's Pennsylvania state law that you can. Right. So she's just blocking him at every fucking way that she can just to prolong this shit. That's crazy. Not to mention, and here's what people don't understand. Like the people that were on the other side of the argument saying like, oh, well, you know, he been given XYZ chances, this and that. I said, what y'all don't understand is that when he got the last VOP hit, when they sent him to the House of Corrections. Was- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Six months. She tacked on six more years of probation on top of that. So in a scenario like that, it basically makes it impossible for you to not get in trouble. Because if we're going to be counting different instances that were uh, nuisance infractions that but did not break the law. Excuse me. That are nuisance infractions, but did not break the law. If if that's the case for at this point, I think it's what we're four years left or whatever like that. If that's the case for four more years, he's never going to fucking be able to get from under the thumb of this judge. Somebody that's above her has to step in and do something about it. Yeah, it's it's weird. This shows you know not to listen to people on the timeline because everybody had me home last week. Well. I'm pretty I'm very good friends with his manager and he was literally like yo like I think he coming home like any day now and it's the same it's the same dealing with this judge it's the same shit every time because when he went to the joint in November they thought it was like a formality they was about to go to like Del Frisco's like after this shit like he had Scott O'Neill from the Sixers with him and a couple other people and they like yo we just came in like on some casual shit think it's gonna be like a 15 20 minute hearing and they like we need to see Meek in our chambers and this and that. They're like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, they fucked everybody up because they thought that <clears throat> with the St. Louis case getting dismissed and the New York case getting dismissed, it ain't nothing to talk about. Like, yeah. he didn't break the fucking laws. No charges, blah, blah, blah. He had police contact. It was erroneous. You know what I'm saying? The police chief for that district in New York even said it was some bullshit that they shouldn't have pulled or whatever, whatever. Throw this shit out. So... For him to then come to court in Philly based off of these other charges that are no longer charges and then get a two to four, everybody was like, what the fuck is going on here? And it just it's 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 just a crazy situation. And it's like a fucking roller coaster that just we you think the ride is over. You got seven more loops, nigga. Like Man. it's never fucking over. That's crazy. It's never fucking over. This has been like 14 years of this shit. Yeah, that's fucking bonkers. 
14 fucking years of this shit. It's crazy. So, man, free meek, man. Like, at this point, it's just, like, exhausting. It's hard to even talk about it because every time you think you know something, it's like, nope, you don't know shit. <laughs> and they got to do some more jail time. You mean? Uh, I don't know where you want to go next. Sports talk. Got a lot of shit going on in sports right now. Uh, we got the damning news today that Kyrie is out for the entire playoffs. The rest of the regular season, that doesn't really matter because it was only like three or four games left. But um, Kyrie's out for the whole playoffs. This is where I insert hashtag NBA trash just because I'm frustrated, not because I actually believe that I love the NBA over any fucking sport. Um, but it just appears now like Cleveland doesn't really have any major competition other than the Sixers. I mean, the Raptors are really good. Do you believe in playoff Raptors? I mean... You know, did you believe in playoff Jordan? You know what I'm saying? In 89? You got a point. Like, you know, you're not a champion until you become one. You so. Yeah, you, you ain't there till you're there. So it's one of them things. Like, I, I, you know, when you look at who's there, it's like you got. It's weird. The Celtics have been winning without Kyrie. So. They've been overachieving the past two seasons. They, they, I mean, yeah. Brad Stevens is really good. Like, they shouldn't be as good as when you're looking at their lineup. I, I, I think Brad Stevens was, like, coach of the year last year. So, it's like this year, I think it's it's, it's either D'Antoni, you know, because they're just a, ahead of everyone. And I think Brad Stevens is right there. But the Raptors, like, people are sleeping on the Pacers. Like, they like it's good teams in the East. They can't beat Cleveland, though. I think they can. I, no, they can run with them. No, they beat Cleveland, I think, twice this year. Like the thing with Cleveland is like the in, the inconsistency. LeBron is LeBron. Kevin Love is Kevin Love. But all them other guys, it's a lot of dudes on that team. Like, did you see J.R. Smith the other night? J.R. is dead as a dead man. No, but he was. Did you see him the other night uh-uh. when he was dunking and going all crazy? Yeah, like twenty two, like straight points. Like he was just on fire. J.R. Smith can have him games where he just lights out. He'll go six for seven from three. Yeah. Y'all look crazy on the other end. And then J.R. Smith can go 0 for 9, and he don't know where the rim is. And same goes for Jordan Clarkson, same goes for Rodney Hood. You know, you just don't know where they're going to be at. Yeah. So I'm not ready to go against a team with LeBron on it in the East. Right. You know, I think the Rockets are just better than everybody. And then, at the end of the day, excuse me, the Warriors have Durant, and Curry's going to be there. They can still shoot your lights out. So Clay Thompson's still like the Warriors are the Warriors. Yeah, they don't have the same bench that they had for the last couple seasons. Not at all. But you know, champions is the champions. You know what I mean? So you got to respect that. I think it's going to be good playoffs. I think all the series, first round, even the second round, is just all going to match up pretty good. Yeah. I wanted to see the Thunder get the Warriors first round, but I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, uh, tired. Shit, my bad. The. uh it's just gonna be a good. It's just gonna be good series. The first round where we didn't have that for the last eight years. <laughs> so I think it's gonna be dope. The um, the Sixers are, are like killing, and and it's just Kev is just so annoying. <laughs> Kev has been so annoying with everything that's going on in like the Philly sports. Yeah, it's like I just need all these Philly teams to just lose. <laughs> like y'all just killing me. Motherfuckers already have Ben Simmons better than like. Everybody on the floor in basketball, and it's like, he's good. He's he's dope. He's all that. And this is what I was saying the other day to Spank. I'm like, I don't understand why Sixer fans want LeBron. Like, it doesn't make sense. 
Y'all should be worried about Paul George. I mean, and Kawhi I think everybody wants LeBron. You t- you LeBron. It ain't necessarily smart or sustainable. Kawhi is the play. Kawhi or Paul George? Yeah, either one of them is the play because they fill a need that you currently don't have—a go-to scorer that can create their own fucking shot. Mm-hmm. And they are both top four. Uh, two-way players in the fucking league. So that mm-hmm. gives you something that you don't have. The, so. the dopest part about Ben Simmons is as good as he fucking is, he can't shoot the basketball, he can't shoot free throws, and he's still fucking averaging historic fucking numbers. So when he does figure those things out, holy shit, you're going to be fucking perennial MVP every fucking year. Him and Embiid, and they're on the same damn team. Yeah, man. Like, the... uh I don't know. It's like I, I like them guys. I'm not a Sixer fan, so I I can't like get overly hyped for it. I'm definitely happy for them. I mean, they won 12 in a row. It's their longest win streak since 1990. Ben Simmons is tearing it up. Um, you know, they've learned to win without Embiid on the floor, which is like their whole Achilles heel the whole fucking season. At the same time, though, they're playing like the worst team oh, in as, basketball. As they should be, because yeah. they were the worst team in basketball for 10 years in a row. So, you know, that's part of the luck of the draw. Like the game Friday is going to mean a lot. Yeah, they play Cleveland. Yeah, that's going to mean a lot for the season. So. Supposed to be getting tickets to that game. I got to call my guy about my tickets. Is it here? I thought it was in Cleveland. Is it here? Is it here? I think I so, it. yeah. Yeah, I think it's okay. here. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I put in my call for them tickets early in the week. Need my fucking tickets, man. Oh, yeah, it is here. Yeah, how about it? April C. Yeah, me, we was talking about that game a couple months ago. How about it? Shit, yeah. But, um... I don't know. I think I think the playoffs will be pretty fly. Uh, I think the Sixers can get past the first round, depending on who they run into second round. Uh, you know, might end there, but we'll see how it goes. I'm I over- saw something today that was saying that Harden might be the second unanimous MVP. Like that's how high all the writers are on him right now. I don't, I don't think it's unanimous, but my thing is this: if Harden sits out, the Rockets can still win. Okay. If LeBron goes get some water, the Cavaliers <laughs> can't do shit. They're just abysmal. <laughs> so it's like he's gonna always be up there. Yeah. Um, AD had a had a nice strong case at one point this year. Even Dame Lillard had a, a yeah. nice little strong case. But I think Harden this year will definitely win MVP. What to make doing? make up call from last year, I would think MVP wise. Oh, I mean, we were talking about that the other day with Ron. It's like I just think. Last year, Westbrook just wowed the crowd. And he more. took it. And them last, I, I had Harden as my MVP until the last two weeks of the season. And he just fucking, Westbrook just took the, the, the shit. The crazy part was I didn't have Harden as MVP at all last year. I just think from the rip, Westbrook set out, he set a precedent for what he was doing. Yeah. And once that whole triple-double shit even came to life, it was just like, yo, if he gets that, there's no way he's not getting that MVP. So and what's crazy is this year he's now he's he's about to do it again. He's about to do it again. He's just got to average twelve rebounds per game for the last four games, and he's going to do this shit again. Crazy. He, he know he's pushing Stephen Adams. He's going to start way. at center. Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck. I wish you would grab a rebound while I'm out here trying to average twelve. First first <laughs> game he might get twenty four. Now now I only got to average fucking eight the other three games. Like nobody nobody's getting in his way on that fucking team that ain't going nowhere. Stopping him from averaging a triple double again? You kidding me? Let me go see how many rebounds he had the other night. He had sixteen. That's what I'm against, saying against the Warriors. So yeah, and that means yeah, Westbrook's not He's fucking not around. Fucking around with with <laughs> yeah. that shit.
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Like, you kidding me? <laughs> he, had, he had 44 and 16. Westbrook was going crazy the other day. Yeah. Because I remember watching it like he was scoring crazy. He had like 35 in the third. Yeah. And I, I I saw him get rebounds and I just didn't know. <laughs> yeah, he had 16 rebounds again. Westbrook need twelve rebounds a game. <laughs> he's to, already uh, four. Eight. He's already four up. <laughs> he can go out. He can go out there and get a smooth eight <laughs> tomorrow yeah. night. And he's, he's still on par, man. He's not fucking around, man. That that boy, man. He the most determined athlete in the NBA. When he make his mind up that he's doing something, they may not win. <laughs> you ever see the video where they was playing the Warriors and the Warriors was up? So Kevin Durant and Curry was on the bench, and um. He was an assist away from the triple-double, and he got the ball, and he passed it to Steven Adams real quick, and he was like, shoot it! And Durant and Curry start cracking the fuck up on the <laughs> sideline. Like, look at this nigga chasing the triple-doubles. But he passed. He had the shot, and he passed it to Adams like, shoot it! Adam brick, Adams bricked it and shit. Like, yeah, this nigga was solely going yeah, after the triple-double. Straight stat chasing, baby. Yeah. I know he got all type of escalators and shit in his contract for that shit. Probably from Jordan Brand oh. and from fucking the, from OKC. Ain't he the highest paid on the court? Yeah. Or, or not the highest paid on the court, but he got the biggest extension, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Russ ain't fucking around, man. Shout out to Russ. Man. Yeah, Russ is my man. Get that triple double again. I'm, I'm over Villanova. Oh, we don't got to talk about this shit. Um, I'm, I'm over college basketball. I'm on Sister Jean. I'll, I'll, keep it a, I'll keep it a buck. I don't give a fuck about college yo, basketball. Yo, Bull got on the bus today. He's like, yo, man, why you not down in the parade? I'm like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. He's like, oh, you don't watch college? I'm like, nah. I haven't watched college basketball with any type of consistency probably since like Boogie was at Kentucky. I was going to say since like. Stacy Augman and uh, Larry <laughs> the Johnson. Rebels. Yeah, like like when they was playing Duke and the fight, like that was what it, I was a kid. It's like my thing with the NCAA is, and now we're gonna keep it short on this is the money that is. Did you see how much CBS and uh, it's Turner is paying? Eight hundred million, nine hundred million a year to the to the NCAA, and it's just like we talking about billions of dollars, dog. These kids don't get a dime. And they'll fuck up their eligibility if me or you buy them a fucking hot dog. A toaster. Nigga, where you get this toaster at? Come here. And that's why I'm just like, yo, I sit back and I'm like, the the, the, the LeVar Ball League makes sense. It's yo. needed. It just it just really is at the point where it's like, I, my, me, and that's, I think that's just me being the 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 descendant of slaves like i i don't like watching motherfuckers take advantage of my like it ain't even got nothing to do with me just anybody i don't let anybody you know you that type of like i don't like motherfuckers just getting take advantage of to watch these kids go out there and some of them don't like the fact that this whole shit just went down with uh what's the school from chicago chicago uh loyola we don't know i don't know a kid name from that school not one and i should like when when uh Temple went on their Elite Eight run. Remember that? Like, yeah. <laughs> they were the biggest shit in the fucking country. It's just the way it go. For y'all to make it to a Final Four, and all we know is this old white lady, it's just like, because <sighs> on top of that, y'all school going to make millions of dollars. 
Yeah, they have program. People be throwing money at them left and fucking right. The program has made millions of dollars, and it's just like it's insane watching the shit go on year yeah. after year. And then you got these coaches who they praise, like the dude can be down twenty two, and the dude will score twenty eight fucking points they and win the game. The coach. And they will <laughs> run the coach K after. It's just shit is sickening watching, dog. It's lazy analysis because coach is the only consistent thing. It's crazy. You know what I mean? Like. That's all they can lean on if they're trying to give you some like in-depth look at the team. It's it's insane, dog. And I, I just I'm at the point where it's just like college sports really just makes me sick. Yeah, I mean, and the argument always for like the NCA advocates is like, oh, well, the kids are getting a free education, blah blah blah. They're not going to class. No. They are only mandated. Here's how much the NCAA and the universities don't give a fuck about them getting the education. They're only mandated to go to class for the first semester. They don't even have to. All they have to do is enroll the second semester. And like part time, and they can still play basketball because they've already passed a certain point in the season, percentage wise or whatever. So they don't even got to go to class the second semester. Ben Simmons on his documentary was like, "I didn't fucking go to nothing my whole second semester. Y'all know why I'm here because y'all forced me here. I don't want to be here. I'm going to the fucking pros. Real shit. Get the fuck out my face." Like he was just so unapologetic about it, and that's why I love fucking Ben Simmons. Like, dog, pause. Um, why I love Ben Simmons is just like, dog, like, we all know what everybody's MO is. If you could go and be making four and a half, five million a season tomorrow, or be on a college campus with a bunch of motherfuckers that's gonna be designing fucking silicone chips in five years, where the fuck do you wanna be? Yeah. They don't do that in no other sport other than the ones that are predominantly black. They don't do it in tennis. They don't do it in golf. They don't do it in fucking hockey. They don't do it in baseball. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And it's crazy because I was thinking about the other day, like, what if them college teams, them, them college programs, just the whole college, you know, world would have got their hands on, like, Kevin Garnett in his time period or got their hands on Kobe or got their hands on LeBron? Yeah. It's just like... It would have exploited the fuck out of them. How, like when you look at like Carmelo, his whole run for Syracuse, like I, you know the money that that shit probably made for that university, for that area, for that everything up there. It's just crazy. It ain't shit up there, but the jail and the university. And and Carmelo came in, won a chip. All right, I'm out. Go to the league and and gave Beheim all the job security in the world. Crazy, right? It, it's just insane how the, the it just goes. On and on, and no one is like, "All right, we, we got to stop this shit." You get the yeah, when Jay Z said it on the song, I thought for a second because you know niggas love when Jay Z said it. I was like, <laughs> "Here it go, it's about to be time," and then they just <laughs> forgot. <laughs> and it, just, it was over because <laughs> I really was, was like sensory overload. Yeah, I'm like, "Here we go, hope said it. it's about to end," but no, nah, niggas was like, "All right, whatever, cool," and and, and it's fucked up, man, because it's it's so much paper, so much. Like so much. Like I looked at that list. The, the 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 lowest amount was this year, and that was eight hundred and fifty seven million. Over the next five years, they're literally paying four point four billion dollars to the NCAA just to broadcast the That's tournaments. So you already know what the merchandise, the tickets, the, yep. the everything, that the local situations, the smoothies, everything, <laughs> all that shit. Remember blue chips, fucking uh. What was his name? Nick Nolte, Pete Bell. He had his own TV show that ran on the, the local air. Like, all of that. Like, it's so much money. Like, Coach Cal has a fucking podcast Dog. that's sponsored by FedEx. Dog. 
How much do you think that pays? Like, it's crazy. How yo. much does a FedEx sponsorship pay for a coach of one of the top three programs in the United States? Players can't get shit. Now, part of the reason why I love Coach Cowles is because he's on the side of the players should be compensated. He's yeah. honest, too. Yeah, he's very honest about it because he knows I'm running a pro program. Yeah. I put more guys in the pros than anybody, bar none. Fuck Duke, fuck North Carolina. My guys go to the pros and they stick in the pros, period. North Carolina, when Dean Smith was there, they well, had yeah. to run. But now, now yeah, it's, it's, it's Cal. He's running a pro program, so he knows, like, it's no way in hell I'm going to go tell a kid that I plucked from fucking Dick's Corner, South Carolina, that is living in a fucking shanty that you can't go get paid. Yeah. Because we need to win more championships. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, are you kidding me? It's and like these you, are the dreams that these coaches are selling these kids. Are you look at the kid that won the shit the other day. Uh... Don no, Dante, Don Demarco, whatever the fuck his name uh, is, Divincenzo. Whatever Divincenzo. it is, you look at him. That's it. Like that. That, that shit. You, you like, and it's crazy because like your highlight, you can't get compensated for. Like thirty points off the bench in the championship. Like you, you can't even get no paper for that. Can't get shit. You can fuck all the little hillers. Like, you get some pussy. All of them. <laughs> you tear it up up there at Villanova, Ardmore, all that. Pay when pussy and Jordans. But, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And it's just crazy watching it go on. It's like Chris Webber said it best. Chris Webber said we were the hottest thing on earth, the Fab Five, that, that we were it. He said, I walked past a sporting goods store. I saw Michigan number four jersey in the window for thirty nine ninety nine, and I didn't have $40 in my pocket. He said, I saw that, and I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm going to the NBA. Fuck this. Like, think about that. You walking down the street and see your jersey in the store and can't afford to buy it. You're like, what the fuck am I doing? Slaving. Crazy, yo. It's insane. So, yeah, man, fuck the NCAA. That's just how I feel. I know people won't agree or some people will. I don't give a fuck. But I just, I'm, I'm just at the point where I'm just over college. Yeah. As, it's, as the way it's done. Now, we start really compensating these people and letting them go and get some paper and stop hassling. Like, the whole shit with Cam Newton. Cam straight had to, like, think of it. I'll never not fuck with Cam Newton, Doug. Cam lost his scholarship, left, went to a fucking, what was it, a Juco. D3? Yeah, a like, it was a bullshit school just to come back with Clemson and win a fucking Heisman in the national title. Like, you Auburn. gotta, I mean, Auburn, sorry. You gotta fuck with Cam. Like, for, what was it, like 80 grand or some shit like yep. that? Yeah. Like, no. crazy. Y'all making billions of dollars. Fucking kicked the best player in, in the whole sport out over 80 racks. And it, it was his <laughs> pop. Like, they jam, like jammed him up just on some bullshit. And it's just like watching it go down. Like, what if Cam go to that Juco and start smoking crack or whatever the fuck else? Like, he, he fall into a depression Yeah, or whatever. like, that shit could have ruined his whole life. Dude straight been to Super Bowls. He won an MVP. Like, he really the man. And they could have fucked this whole situation up just because he wanted to go get some paper while they're making billions. I'm, I'm cool on it. I, I'm, I'm good on them NCAA joint. Like, and I get it. You know, it's Philadelphia's close to Philly. So all you stupid motherfuckers like, oh, we got party. You know, I'm good. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not fucking with that college shit, man. Triple B, man. Big baller, bro. Big ballers. Like Lavar been real quiet lately. That's how you know the storm He's is coming. Up. Yeah, like when he get about cooked, to fuck the summer up. He, you saw, <laughs> you know, Jello going into the joint. Yeah, going into yeah, the joint. Yeah, so it's like, you know, I, I just 
And even if it ain't LeVar, I know LeVar is a little too brash for some of you because, you know, people are just like weird like that. They don't like people like 50 and Dame and LeVar because they they don't like their attitudes or their auras. But it's like when motherfuckers say things that need to be said, you just got to accept it for what it is. And it's like the college basketball, college football, watching it go down where it's like you legit. Tiger Woods was a professional golfer as a teenager. Michelle Wee, ain't that the tennis player? Yeah, uh, Michelle Wee was a was a golfer. Golfer, that's yeah. what, tennis. I'm, I said go, t- tennis. I meant golfer. Yeah. She was a professional when she was like fourteen. Yeah, making millions, making millions, tens of millions. Crazy. Baseball players, they be straight out of high school in the fucking farm for fucking the Yankees or the yeah, Reds, making three and a half mil a year. Crazy in the fucking farm system. In the farm system. <laughs> you black, put your sneaks on, lace them up, be out there in ten minutes. <laughs> And make sure you go to class because that's free. That's crazy. Make sure you go to advanced uh, bad bitch uh, DMing. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at 1020. That's a, that's a vicious, <laughs> vicious, vicious, vicious cycle, man. $800 million a year just to broadcast the tournaments. Not to mention all the local TV contracts. Everything. And all that that it's shit. so much shit. Ticket there. sales, merchandise. Everything. Yep. Everything. Bro. Fucking everything. parking. <laughs> parking, everything. concessions, all that shit. Like the NBA low key, man. Like we, we shouldn't, we should be looking at them crazy. Like just the fact that they made it, you had to be a year removed from high school to go into the NBA. Yeah. Like why? Tell me why. Because when legit, they got a kickback from the fucking exactly. NCAA. That's when legit hard. at one point in the last, I say, I say probably around like, 2008-2009 The best 10 players in the NBA Six of them didn't go to fucking college Yeah At one point it was LeBron, Kobe Garnett Dwight Dwight Howard Dirk Like it was motherfuckers who just never went to college And he was just destroying the NBA (laughs) And it's just like Why? That clearly ain't the issue So what is it then? Yeah And that, that shit just always like fucked with me Like It's just for paper it's just solely for money. Yeah. I was snapping on my... I did a, a sleep study the other day. Mm-hmm. Well, not that I did it like a week and a half ago. And I still haven't got the results from it. They wanted to see if I had sleep apnea or whatever. So I called the the, the, the hospital the other day. I'm like, yo, I haven't heard anything. She's like, yeah, you got a follow-up appointment on uh, April 16th. And I'm like, for what? She's like, doctor, give you your results. I'm like... Go put the, put him on the phone. <laughs> Where the fuck is he at? She's like, I don't know. You got to come in. I'm like, listen, I know this is solely so that you can charge me. Another copay. Another copay and charge the insurance. <laughs> yeah. Still charge that and I'll fucking pay value $15. Can we please? I, why do I have to waste a day to cover there and do this? Shit? And it's just like so much shit is just solely for the dollar. Yeah, secondary economics. Like they're trying to create a secondary market. So with the NBA, they like, oh shit, the college system is suffering because the best players are coming to the league. How can we help our fucking cousins and uncles and fucking brothers out and mm. keep them and let them keep fucking jobs? Oh, this is how we do it. We force them into that system for one year. They'll create a fucking economy for one year, but it'll be. Con- but now it's every year because mm-hmm. they they have to. <laughs> there's come. always new motherfuckers that gotta go to school. So now we're gonna force them into that motherfucking system. The best players will go there. A few of them a uh, seep overseas or whatever. But and this is the crazy part. They if we've literally gone in sports and I don't want to keep harping on this shit but it's like have you noticed that the media now no matter how good a high school player is 
They won't they won't say that he's NBA ready or could no. dominate the NBA. You notice that? that where at one point they literally was like with LeBron, with fucking uh Dwight Howard, they were like, he's gotta go. He should have been an NBA last year. Yeah. But now it don't and you look like Kyrie Irving legit played like what, five games in college? Yeah. Tore the NBA in half. Ben Simmons as played a, a as year. Lead guard. <laughs> it, it, it's just crazy. It's like, dog, these motherfuckers be NBA ready when they come out of high school. It's not by accident. Like I tell people this all the time. If you're a professional, it's not by accident. You're a pro. You're designed to go there. What was the boy name that was on the Hawks? Crazy Duncan left hand dude. Um Josh Smith. Remember him? Yeah. They say he threw it his 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 uh middle school coach was on like the documentary John I was watching. He said he threw it off the backboard and dunked it with two hands in fifth grade. I'm like, you're 10. <laughs> you're going to the NBA, dude. Like, it's not an accident that you get there. I told you, my man Mar, he got the video when, uh, like a home video from uh, back in the day when Gratz played Bartram with uh, Rashid Wallace. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's going to the NBA. Yeah. He had like 17 blocks in that game. Everything that was going up, hook shots, <laughs> three pointers, <laughs> just smacking them out there. It's like, he's going to the NBA. There's no way around it. You you know already. Right. And it just sucks that they... No, we got to get this paper off you for at least a year. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, the NCAA. You got to give something back, man. Yeah. All uh, right, so... Real quick, the Facebook shit. What was that? So... Before we get into this ignorant ass shit. Yeah, real quick. Facebook is basically like... Is under siege right now, like from the fucking government and like other factors, whatever. They had a whole data privacy scandal or whatever, um, you know, about them not having like... This, properly secure servers or whatever and people being able to reach the fucking data or whatever and get people's personal information and this that and the third so a lot of celebrities started deleting their profiles and shit due to like potential data leaking and stuff getting out there and all of that they already got it they already got it yeah i'm saying if you ever use facebook in the past couple of years they got oh, they everything. already got your shit yeah everything so now there's a new story out what this data week. could I don't, what, what i'm lost what could get out there like what so basically like if you have facebook app downloaded on your phone um like when you just give like any app permission like you're not reading any of that stuff yeah. you're not reading the terms of anything mm-hmm. they're collecting all the data from your phone gps calls who you're calling texting mm-hmm they do be yeah. mad weird yeah, that it's like all I can literally go on like newbalance.com and look at some sneaks and then scroll Facebook and see ads for New Balance. Yeah. I do think that's mad weird. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. So now there's a new story that broke today that's saying that there was a, a doctor that was hired by Mark Zuckerberg that he sent him on a secret mission to go to hospitals and start asking the heads of these hospitals to release patient data, which is mm-hmm. illegal per the HIPAA laws and these motherfuckers are trying to get patient data so that I guess they can start doing fucking ads for medicines and some crazy shit like that like so so now like the government is stepping in they're like what the fuck are you doing like Elon Musk has offered to buy Facebook and delete it how much is Elon Musk worth it's definitely in billions I think I just got it I mean I know it's billions this nigga's making flamethrowers yeah yeah. yeah, he 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 made five hundred dollar flamethrowers and he sold sold out. all of them. Yeah. yeah, first day. For those of you ignoramuses, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, eighteen billion. Eighteen billion. I knew it was up there. Elon Musk is uh, the owner what, of Tesla. Tesla. So the guy that's going to change humanity. Yeah, pretty change much. the world. Tesla, SpaceX, 
Boring uh, company. Yeah, yep. yeah. Bunch of shit. He's like one of the smartest people in the world, if not the Z- smartest. I don't even understand. Like, Zuck is worth like what, 55, 60? Yeah. Like, what's the purpose? Like, cool the fuck out. Like, you doing all of this weird shit, right, to, I guess, quote unquote, enhance your business. But at the same time, you're going to raise all this valuation. You're not even, like, you're giving the money to charity. Like, it's not even going to impact the fucking communities that yeah. need, or the people that need it the most. Like, you're just going to give it to various fucking charity groups, and you're giving your kids, like, 0.1% of your wealth or some yeah. old bullshit like that. Like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. Zuckerberg is $62 billion. Yeah, I know it was 60, billion. 55, 60, yeah. And Bezos is, like, 90-something now. Bezos going to own humanity in like five <laughs> years straight up. Bezos fucking put all the put all of the brick and mortar uh, stores for everything out of for every industry. Put them all out of business. And now he's going back and opening brick and mortar stores yeah. for all the industries that he put out of business. And he's working with uh, Boston Dynamics, the company that's making those like dog looking robots that could pretty much kill you if they wanted to oh, oh, you yeah. seen those things yeah, yeah. that robot shit I, listen the robot shit is next level like I'm scared of the robot yeah. shit Taylor you're not white <laughs> so don't you know don't take offense it's like white people are crazy it's like why why do you there literally is a two hour Will Smith movie on why this is not a good idea and here we are what the fuck <laughs> do you want a robot for? they showed the one robot was cooking breakfast I don't want this bitch know how to turn a stove on and all this great like motherfuckers are shot out. It, it like I, I just I'm not built for technology this. is going to damn us all, man. It's going to fuck us all up because at the end of the day, here, here's the crazy part: we're worried so much about robots and our phones doing this and the next TV that can talk to you and all all this bullshit, and the people aren't like moving as fast as the technology. You got motherfuckers now like. If tomorrow they straight was like, yo, somebody bought all the supermarkets and closed them shits. That's pretty much the end of like civilization. Right. Motherfuckers can't <laughs> fish, hunt, <laughs> nothing. Like real shit. Motherfuckers is like, dog, I watched I shut down the Chinese store across the street from my job. Do you know what, what L&I shuts a store down for? Anything filthiness like yeah, you, yeah, this, y'all yeah. fucking up in here. Yeah, anything, anything regarding health code and like food and food temperature and shit like that. Like, yeah, you, I you watched, gotta, you gotta shut the fuck down. I watched Ellen and I shut down the Chinese store across the street from my job. I saw a nigga standing out there like, damn man, now I gotta walk down 29th Street to get wings and shit. And I'm just like, y'all motherfuckers is pathetic. This is for your own good. This is for your own good, dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fuck is wrong with you? Like real shit, they shut them joints down tomorrow. People are gonna be fucked up because motherfuckers really aren't learning. They aren't moving, and yeah. and the technology's moving so fast. Rob was talking about that shit the other day. The um. The uh, I forgot what the, the, the June we was talking about, but basically like robots coming along and like taking jobs and putting basically putting you on the sideline. It's oh, just, that's, like, we're five years away from that. It's crazy. Like we're five years away from that. Do y'all really want like robot police officers? Fuck no. You imagine trying to explain Yo, to him. They, to, they had to literally you know, min- minority report. Crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, did y'all see that they they uh was doing the uh the Uber automated car shit yeah. in like certain markets or whatever? They had it in like Arizona. The shit like crashed Can't and kill, killed yeah. all these fucking people and shit like that. I'm just like, yo, we haven't figured that out yet. Like, let's slow down on. They this, was on one of them news news joints and they was talking about the the um the self park 
one of them cars that self parks itself and the guy got out and he was like yeah this is the new i forgot what car it was i think it was a lexus it was like self did, did the self park shit yeah and he got in front of the car and the shit was backing up that shit went in the drop boom ran right the fuck on air I'm just like, y'all, park your fucking car. Like, why Like why are we like this? Oh, man. Like, it, it, like the, the like technology this? shit is going to bury us, yo. It's just going to put us in a box. And it's like, I personally, like, I don't want to look out there and it's a robot recording this podcast. <laughs> like, that shit will fuck me up. But that's where we headed. Like, motherfuckers is freaked out. That They showed one, John, the robot was jumping off shit and jumping. I'm just like, I'm cool. Like, I'm good on all of that. And I was saying to my girl, I don't think I'm built for anything past 2015. Like, I think 2015 was, like, my last year. That was the peak. Where I was just, like, I was fucking with y'all and everything was good. And it's, like, since that, it's just been, like, every year is something new that I'm just, like, no. So, 2025, 2030, that's going to be bonkers, yo. That's the next three years. Like, everything's so accelerated. Yeah. Yeah, hey, you ain't lying. You got all these mega billionaires. You got you got fucking Bezos, which is on the verge of being a trillionaire fucking soon. I was watching the John the other day where the, the, it's a company that'll come to your house and build a bunker for a, a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> and I'm just like, why would I need this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're in with the government that's going to set the fucking the, zombie apocalypse. But then when, when you sit back and you like... I think I gotta grab me a bunker. Yeah, no, I, you, <laughs> I think I gotta need, grab a you bunker. Dead ass need the bunker. Like they know some shit you don't know. Crazy. Trust and believe. They know. Like, listen, man. Like in the next seven, eight, you gonna need this. Is gonna be a worthy investment. Yeah. Get ahead of it now while you're ahead of the curve for the price goes up. <laughs> like, get on this shit now. You know what I'm saying yeah. you gonna need that motherfucking bunker. Believe it. Um. Yeah, Facebook's bugging with that one. Uh, my y'all weird of the week before we get into this internet topic I shit. I can't wait for this internet topic. Uh, Shorty the shot boy in the head. Yo. And, um, you know, all, all of the, the jokes that ensue, whatever. I, I, you know, we joke, so it's whatever. That's funny. Like, why the fuck are y'all playing around with guns for Facebook live videos? I thought it was fake when I first seen it. Turns out it is real. Shorty's now charged. Yeah, she charged. They showed the mom of the guy. You know, he's he's crazy. He's still alive. They said he's on a life support. cool. No, oh. they, they said it's they said he cool. He cool. Like he up. Wow. Every like he cool. Like that ain't nothing but God. But that's God teaching everybody a lesson. Like y'all is three dickheads. <laughs> You gonna go to jail for being a dickhead. I wasn't going to you got a you got a hole in the head for being a dickhead and you're accessory. You know what I'm saying? But it, it taught everybody in the equation a lesson. But they said dude cool. Like one of his friends was like, nah, he cool. That's what's up. If he is, yeah, man, because you know, catching one in the helmet on it, Facebook Live is not the way you wanna And then they left him. Of course they did. Like We what, don't know what to do. With with the Facebook Live <laughs> on. Like, what Takashi always talking about? Clout chasing, yeah. Motherfuckers clout chasing. We got the Glock, this, that, and the third. Yeah, like, you on some that, bullshit? That was definitely my that's the most horrible shit I ever witnessed on social media. Yeah, motherfucker got a dome shot on social media. Yeah. You seen the bullet go in his head? You seen the blood come out the motherfucker? And his eyes were on the back of his head. Yeah. Where was he shot at? In his head? Like how was he not? Like his head was like at an angle, so it was like the bullet went like through. 
like the, the bullet hit him like skull, like, like right yeah. hit, hit, yeah. hit him like right here and like went upwards. And it's just like I know that's like a it's like a game of inches in that scenario, yeah, like yeah, where it's yeah. like a a, a nano sim, centimeter this way or that way, like he dead or a vegetable. Yeah, and they said he his friend said he cool like. I was like, holy shit, that ain't nothing but God. Yeah, because I saw his mom on there talking about the whole situation. I'm just like, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta like, and again, that that Instagram, and I guess that the, I mean, the Facebook Live, like the whole social media shit, just has people doing. Did you see the the, the oh, another y'all weird the uh, the condom snorting challenge? I just saw that today. Have you seen that? I saw. The other I heard f- about it. I'm just like, you you know what's weird about it is the fact that it's like, y'all doing this and y'all still gonna get burnt. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, gonna get pregnant by a poor nigga. <laughs> like not using <laughs> condoms. It's like y'all using the condoms for the stupid, for all the wrong reasons. All the stupidest shit out there. Motherfuckers is snorting condoms because nobody paid attention to them when they were like four years old. <laughs> it, 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 That's really I, why. Honestly. Like he had posted a video today of a little girl going ape shit in a fucking classroom, and you no you didn't post it. Somebody posted it. Yeah, you commented re- re- on it. Yeah. Like, uh, am I the only one that's thinking crack, baby? I'm like that, and the fact that she's seen her parents act like this for a whole like, like the little girl destroyed a whole classroom, like everything. Like she was like the teacher's like, you got anything you want to talk about? She's like, no. Pulled out the fucking bin, dumped the shit over the books, like everything. I'm like, yo, this is nuts. Y'all gotta start talking to y'all kids, man. Are they gonna grow up and be snorting condoms and doing stupid shit on Facebook Live? Like, but uh, that goes into the Instagram issue of the week. You want to take us to, the, to that? <laughs> so I mean, not the Instagram issue, the, the internet, media. social media. Our, so our yeah. social media topic of the week. This is the stupidest fucking question <laughs> I ever fucking seen in the history of social media. Would you rather have? $500,000 in cash or 30 million followers. Would you rather have $500,000 in cash? Cash, moolah. Or 30 million followers. Matt, to this, you say what? Fuck them. I don't want the 3,000 followers I have. <laughs> they said, oh, and the question was, and why? Yeah, why either? Would, what, I saw somebody in Roz mentions trying to explain it to him <laughs> as to why the 30 million followers would somehow like make you all this money it could but guess what y'all not making no money off the followers you got now 30 like, <laughs> like having the 30 million followers is not going to suddenly turn you into a marketing maven no let's not fucking overstate this and overthink and and step over 500k to pick up a penny like yeah. <laughs> Let's That's not do exactly this. what it is. I'm gonna step over half a mil cash to pick up something that could be potentially worthless. Yeah. It could be worth thirty million. It could also be fucking worthless. I I saw the nigga explaining around <laughs> why it's a good idea to take the followers, and I'm like, no. Like the thing the thing is, everybody now thinks that they're smart. Yes. I, and it's ain't a diss, but people now had this thing where it's like, oh, I read Russell Simmons' book. I could, you know, start an empire. And it's like. I, too, could sell a company for $250 million yeah, to Polygram. Yeah, it's like, motherfuckers like, yo, no, I follow Diddy on Twitter. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I fuck with his moves. And, you know, like, don't, you know, you don't sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit is crazy. And it's like, Niggas no, always think not sleeping going to solve yeah, their financial problems. Don't problem. go to sleep, dog. That's how you get rich. <laughs> Mad bags under your eyes, B. That's the key. You know what I'm saying? Just, you're just going to be exhausted. Like, you're going to fucking be in the hospital. 
It's the truth though, and it's like that whole be a boss, like Rick Ross, the boss, like that shit yeah. done fucked up our culture to where it's like everybody thinks they're entrepreneur. Yeah, everybody with a um, everybody with an Instagram page think they have a platform, and and it's like yo, because that and that's that's where I was going next. It's like literally people have gotten to the point where their only way of outsourcing or getting their shit out is social media. So it's just weird that in 2018 we've Gotten to the point where followers has an equivalency to cash. To cold This hard shouldn't cash. even be a thing. <laughs> Do you want 30 million followers or $45? Call me crazy. <laughs> cash me out. I'm getting gas. <laughs> I'm going in the house. Call me what you want. But it's like the fact that you really talk. Like 500,000 is life changing. It's life altering money. It's life changing. Even if, all right, if you got five hundred k, even if you owe a hundred k in debt, you could clear your fucking debt load, be at a seven hundred something credit score in thirty days, and still have four hundred cash. Like, not trying to be funny, mo- you, you, most of the people out here don't even own their homes. If they are financing a home, yeah, like the average person just doesn't own their home. Yeah. So to the fact that you got five hundred thousand cash, you could literally go. Buy a house yeah. for you and your family, who, whoever you with. If your parents have a home that's being financed, you can pay that off. Yeah. You can literally take a hundred thousand dollars to invest. You can take a hundred thousand dollars to travel the world. Like you, it's it's just so much that can happen with five hundred thousand dollars, other than like. You know, Balenciagas and Fendi belts, because that's all my fuckers. Don't know. go buy ten Rolexes. Yeah, don't go buy a bunch of Birkins. You're like, you don't need that. Do not do that. But motherfuckers really had this thing where it's like thirty million followers. What I, I could uh, start my business. I could do this. I could because now I can reach the people, and it's like you could do that with five hundred thousand. You can do that shit with two thousand. <laughs> We 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 the number one show on Wildfire. And we, we do that shit. No, we the number one show on the Tries Date. My bad. Like, <laughs> two months in a row. We like we do that solely from our our joints, and it's like we don't have thirty million followers. Do we? Not we even close. It, it's just the way it go, and it's like you can do that with a small scale and grow it. You can grow. We've grown yeah. in the podcast. You ask me and Chad right now, what would you rather have? Five hundred thousand dollars or thirty million followers? Give me five hundred thousand. Y'all never gonna see me again. Holiday. I'm deleting my social that, media that's, And that's what I was saying to Ron like, yo, I get, <laughs> get 500,000 I'm out You're never gonna see me again I'm gonna be in, in I'm the, already I'm, not on Instagram I'm gonna be on the, in the fucking Amafi Coast Drinking fucking uh, 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 Mojitos with crushed My fuckers is really that crazy To where it's like No I don't want money That I can invest I want followers <laughs> So they can follow me And, and see I- the dream <laughs> As it comes alive <laughs> Fuck out of here You stupid motherfucker People crazy Like if man. I t- if, if my parents got wind That I did something As stupid as that Like Permission to Excommunicate me Like That's like grounds for dismissal Like yo you done You out the family Like mm-hmm. you a stupid motherfucker Real talk You took 30 million followers Over 500k <laughs> Like like thirty million of whose followers? Like I got a lot of questions about these followers. Like thirty million of whose followers? Like, Who gives a fuck? It's most celebrity followers is strange. That's what I'm saying. Like Meek don't have thirty million followers. He got twelve million of the worst followers alive. Yeah, motherfuckers is crazy. He got the world star comments followers. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Motherfuckers really. So, some, re- somebody, so, somebody saw this right and retweeted. It was like y'all are really this. Y'all have cornered the market on stupid shit. Like, Remember when motherfuckers <laughs> was asking, "What would you rather have, fifty grand or lunch with Jay Z?" Yeah. I'm like, y'all are crazy. 
<laughs> I think it was ten grand. Yo. I think it was ten grand because I said I'd rather talk to Jay Z for about ten grand. I could get ten grand. I, I fucking never mind. But uh, I can get ten grand. You know what I'm saying? Jay Z could might could give me half a million dollars. So I ain't taking the ten grand. I'm a I'm a meet with Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. But <laughs> but uh. Give me the ten grand. I'm gonna get a BLT all, on the way I, home. I look at it like this, right? All Jay, if it was Jay Z or Drake or somebody of that caliber or Dre, whatever, all their friends are rich. All I gotta do is convince the nigga that I'm a friend. I'm gonna get rich, like somehow, some way. So it's it's up to me what I do with the time. But ten thousand dollars, that ain't no fucking money. I'm gonna I'm gonna go get it. I think it was I'm fifty. Go, no, it was ten. Right, for bro. 50 it's a whole different ball game For 50 get the fuck out of here You know what I'm saying Cause I'm gonna go buy a, a couple birds And be on You know what I'm saying But for uh, for 10 grand I can make 10 grand Very easily Yeah we all can yeah. But still <laughs> <laughs> But still Cause when I put that picture up with Hove You know what I'm saying You gonna get 400 likes Somebody gonna give me some bread dog. You know people Philly people worship Jay Z When I put that pick up with Hove Somebody go give me some money, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, you anybody you want me to kill? Anything like that? You'll see you with hoes, man, <laughs> fucking them up. I'll kill a nigga for you, dog. You know what I'm saying? I've had people offer to kill people for me for much less. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Hey, you looking nice today. You got anybody you want me to kill? Whoa, 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 whoa. But yeah, that was the stupid social media topic of the week. People are fucking ridiculous. Motherfuckers is crazy, man. Like, followers really have an equivalency to money. 500K, though? Any K. Listen, 100K, and it's nothing to talk about. Like, right? 50K is nothing to talk about. Like, you could ask me, like, yo, would you rather have 30 million followers or. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the or is. Whatever the or. The or could be a fucking TV. Or ba- Bassett's like, ice cream like, coupon. What was the show with the curtains? Make a deal? Like, give, me yeah, give me the other shit. Give me the curtains. Give me the other shit. <laughs> give me a fucking guitar. Give me what's behind the curtains. Give me the fucking curtain. Fuck. Like, Yo, Chance the Rapper is stupid ass going to say, <laughs> would you rather have $30 million or 30 million loyal friends? I retweet. I said, man, shut your dumb ass up. Like, I don't want 30 million. People knowing where I live, champ. Oh. Like you talking about thirty million fucking friends. You like, gonna be on here crying, talking about they robbed <laughs> you and shit. Like nah, like, like you don't know where the, the lineup is coming from with thirty million friends. You on some bullshit. My fuck is this crazy, man? I I, I saw that and I'm just like. Is this a guy? Th- I, I literally had to ask Ryder that. I'm like, what is this about? <laughs> like, what's going on? And he was explaining to me. I'm like, people literally have gotten to the point where they are batshit crazy over fucking social media, though. 100%. Like, would you rather have followers or cash? Like, <laughs> <laughs> the answer is the same every And it's crazy time. because there are cashless people who are like, oh, I take the followers. Like, you don't got a pot. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? You don't have a cast iron pan. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? We really, really on the brink of fucking ex- extinction. <laughs> but we doing it to ourselves. Oh, like, these robots gonna be so smart and y'all so dumb. That <laughs> shit is gonna be bad, bad. Oh, fuck, man. Oh my god. Would you rather have some followers or some money? 
<laughs> they think about it. Like I'll th- like listen. Give me the money and I'll throw in my social media. You can Yo. have it. You'll never. I promise you. If somebody out there, anybody out there, if you want to give me a hundred thousand dollars or more to disappear, if you hate me that much, give me a hundred thousand cash. You, I promise you, you will never see me again. I got an Instagram that like everybody pays attention to and laughs at. I will sell you the password. <laughs> like for five hundred bucks. I swear <laughs> to God. Oh, I will give you this fucking Instagram. <laughs> In a built-in audience that wanna laugh at some silly shit. Real shit. I will give you this fucking Instagram <laughs> for a nickel. Grab me the fucking uh off white vapor max and give me three hundred cash. I swear to God, I should give you this Instagram. Y'all shrimping. Motherfuckers said they would rather have followers over some oh money, my and not God. just some money, like life altering, life altering money, man. It just goes, but we we talk about this a lot. People don't understand the real value of money no more. Like they just don't get it. Like I was saying that me and Rob was talking about. Where was something we was talking about the other day too about some sneaks? We uh, real quick before we get out here. Remember how back in the day with the rappers, right? Because this is what influences the culture. Remember when, like, the rappers of the early 90s, what were the cars that were, like, they would rap about? Like, 325 IBMWs. I, I wasn't even going that. Like, niggas was rapping about Pathfinders and yeah, MPVs. Yeah. Like, those was like, like, if you was really getting money, it was the Land Cruiser. Like a straight Toyota truck. Yeah. That's what they was rapping like about. A $30,000 truck. Then then out of nowhere, like, it was, like, cool to have something that was foreign, but it wasn't, like, the high, like an Infinity. Or, remember, Nas was talking about a Q45. Yeah. Like, Biggie was talking about a Q45. And the Acuras and shit. Then the, the Acuras and all that. Like, that That was when Jay-Z and then that Lexus GSs. They, they wouldn't even rap about LS. It was the GS. Yeah. Then Puffin' them came along and it was the Benz, but it wasn't like the S class, it was the E class. That was all C- Mace used to talk about. CEs and Like shit. Mace was like an E class fanatic. Like that yeah. was it. Then it moved along to um when like the uh cash money era came in, it was like the the Lamborghini and the the uh Ferrari and the Prowler and all of that shit got lit. Now we done got to the point where it's like the Bugatti is like a normal car in like, the hip hop arena, it's and it's like, crazy. yo, there aren't many of them Jones. Like, it's, it's regular rapper talk. Like when Future and T Pain were beefing, <laughs> it was over the Bugatti. Future <laughs> did a song called "I Woke Up in My Bugatti." When they did the video, you know whose Bugatti they had to use? The old Future. T Pain. T Pain. They rented his Bugatti for the video, yeah. just because Bugattis just aren't normal to own. Yeah. It's just not a normal thing. But we've gotten to the point now where it's just like Trick Daddy. Did you watch him on a Breakfast Club? I mean, on a Breakfast Club, uh, Drink Champs. I haven't seen. I still haven't watched it. Trick what Daddy. Trick Daddy was like, "Yo, these rappers come out and they filthy rich. Like everybody got a Bugatti." He's like, yeah. "Dog, I was born. To, I was born in '74. Bills was in my name in '76." He's like, "We was poor for real." Right. So he's like, "I see these rappers come along and literally their first song out the box is I got the Bugatti or the Bugatti in on day, and it's just like." Huh? It's like nah, and that's where the culture has literally gotten yeah. to the point where like people think that like four hundred thousand dollar, and I'm even talking about the Gotti, like Lambos and Rari's, like four hundred thousand dollar cars are just normal. And there's nothing normal about this. Nothing. It's like if you're a rapper, you don't have a Bentley truck. You poor. That's how it comes off, right? <laughs> that's a two hundred sixty thousand dollar truck. Three hundred if you get the customization. Crazy. Are you poor? Like fuck, like not even realizing these most pretty much all these shits are leased or rented yeah. or whatever finance. It's just like 
it's insane watching the way the culture acts with money. It's just, it's bonkers. Like, motherfuckers will straight act like 50 grand, 70 grand, not like great money. That's good money. That's great money. Yeah, it's like very, very fucking decent. Especially when you live in a market like Philadelphia where the overall uh, median household income is 36000 or some shit like that. You doing fucking 35% better than the average. Yeah. That's great money. Crazy. But uh, real quick before we get out of here, me, Rod, and uh, Cheese, shout out Cheese, man. Cheese is back around. I got to talk to him the other day. It's a nigga from our, our way. His nickname is American Cheese. <laughs> that, to me, is the greatest fucking nickname <laughs> ever. I remember when I- Can you explain? When I first met him, they they, they, they was all calling him AC. And I'm like- <laughs> and I, <laughs> dude, Everybody was calling him AC. And I'm like, I thought AC was like, you know, his name was like Anthony Caldwell or something. And I'm like, what's the AC for? And he was like, American Cheese. And I'm just like, that's the coolest fucking nickname I've ever heard of in my American life. American Cheese. And, I, and I, I, have, I don't know why that's his nickname, but that's his, that's his nickname, American Cheese. And um, me, Ron Cheese, was on Rob Block the other day, and we just was talking about like life and me trying to get out of America. and every, We were just having a good old conversation and shit. Matt's escape from America. Yeah, me, me trying to go on the lamb and get the hell out of there. But we started talking about sneakers, because Ron had on the cool, dre, cool gray uh, 11s. Okay. And I always loved those. Those are my favorite Jordans. I, 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 had, I, I, had I, ne- I never had them. I had like eight pair of them. They were they're by far and away my favorite. If I have to pick my favorite Jordan, it's the Cool Gray Eleven. So we just started talking about sneaks, and I Cheese was like he never had them. Like you say, he's like I never actually got them joints. Yeah. And Rob was like, it's a very good idea. Jordan and Nike need to come to an understanding where it's like, yo, the Jordan brand, like the Jordans, not all of them, but one through fifteen, have become such a staple. In the like everything yeah. in just life, they're never gonna go, like they're just gonna be here till we die. Till the people like honestly, the next generation, they're just gonna be here. And like how you can literally remember back in the day where cable was like you got cable and it was just cable, but now you can literally I want this, I want this channel, I yeah. don't need this. I, they need to get to the, a, a situation where like Nike ID. Jordans 1 through 15 are just available. Yeah, you can just get them. Not not like the Dornbeckers or the Benz or nothing like yeah. that, but like the, the general classic the general ways. release colorways from all the Jordans <laughs> should just be readily available for say like 350 and you could just go on a website, pick your color and order them. Yeah. And them just oh and I'm like that would be pretty dope. Now if the, Nike does this, we're suing them because oh, we came yeah, up absolutely. with this. And this but, is trademarked as of right now. But I, but we thought we we had a, a whole comment and I'm like that that is some shit because it's just like think about if you just like this weekend like I want the black and red fives went online and you could really get them and just you could it, it's like that's how the Jordan is it is it's yeah. just the ones every ones do I say the fourteens fifteens they're just they're just gonna be here they're not really going anywhere yeah so it's like the fact that you now hey have you ever been to a sneaker release. Have I been to a sneaker release? Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, were you like in line and yeah, shit? Yeah, I'm into that shit. Yeah. You ever been to a sneaker release? Slept it outside. Is, I'm, I'm not waiting in line for Listen, sneakers. I went, I went to a sneaker release. And I, I'm not a sneaker release guy. That's I'm like, I'll always pay whatever it is when I really want something. I, me and Jay, yo, we went to a sneaker release. Word to love. I was the livest nigga in the crowd. That's bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when I'm the livest dude in the arena, that's bad as shit. Like, everybody there was a dork. Like, they was weird as shit. Niggas was showing up in a 
best Jordans, they best whatever. Put like, some bullshit, everything else. Just tr- and it's just like trying to impress other sneaking. Right. Like, there were no hoes. This is holeless. This is a 100% hoe free. Yeah. And the, these weird sneaker niggas, they, they, like Asians and, you know, fucking Samoan niggas, it was showing up with just, they best Jordans on with like cargo sweats and fatigue bombers, like trying to impress other sneaker niggas. Jordan cragged out. Yeah, and then the, uh, the, the ATM machine wasn't working so it was mad weird niggas scattering all over the mall and I'm just like I'm not built for this shit man like luckily I've been playing I played poker that night and we went straight to me and Jared went straight to the joint so I had cash on me I bought all the sneakers or whatever and I'm just like I'm not cool with the sneaker release shit and it's just like so weird that y'all still have people standing in lines for these Jordans when it's just like yo just make y'all it's not about to be like oh if we make it easy to get them then the demand will go down the Jordans is gonna. Yeah, people just want them. They're they, they're just gonna want them forever. You understand? Like, I buy some cool gray Elevens for retail and wear them. I'm gonna get another pair when there's a, like, it's, it, and that's really what the Jordans could be. Like, they're just never gonna die. I agree. So it was just something we was talking about the other day. But yeah, man, it's like the sneaker releases are just. I like what they do with the tickets and the. The raffles, the but online shit is fucking melting me. Like, the, the, I the have you won is, one yet? Uh, I won like three jumps. I won the Gamma Elevens. I won. <clears throat> I sold them. I won the Jordan Four Cements, the white ones. I won the University Blue Foams. I got the white cement fours for free from my Foot Locker. Holy shit! They get because they they didn't have them in my size, and I, and wrote I a letter. won the uh, uh, blue tint Yeezy Supply three fifties. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you have a rigger? This one particular time, my guy hit me and was like, "Yo, what names is in the raffle? I'm pulling your shit." I'm like, "All right, cool." I gave him the name, pulled my shit. I should have gave him multiple names, but I was lacking, and I didn't really want them blue tents. But now they actually look pretty nice. They're the second uh, best-selling Yeezy on StockX right now. Mm. The seven hundreds are number one. The 700s. The uh, Wave, the wave runner. Runners. I told you. I'm I probably, just ordered them the other day. Yeah, I'm probably going to get them. Yeah, the Wave Runners is number one. The Blue Tents is number two. And the Beluga 2.0s is number three. And what's our Wave Runners on there? They're like 460 now. 460. They were now. 900. Four, I was going to say, four, I was thinking like 700. Yeah, 460 they, in his size. In my size, they're 11. Well, yeah. Oh, they're doing by, okay. Because the seller sets the price. Yeah. So I wear a 15, so it's like yeah, he's, all that sh- he's yeah, NBA luck. ball player, so all that shit is just through the roof. And if it, like you go in there and like every fucking size is normal, and then you know, like the Jordan one off whites, they're like all 1300, 1600, the 15s are five grand. Yeah, Yo, you know what I'm so hurt about? This is one of my biggest sneaker flubs in history. I could have bought a pair of the red off white Jordan ones for 1250. They're twenty seven hundred right now. I feel like a fucking asshole. They're five grand and a fifteen. So and I don't want to hear sh- you talking. About. Shout out to Love. He told me don't do it, and then I see him with a fucking pair of <laughs> fucking red off white Jordan ones on. Love's been wearing Nikes a He's little. He's been bit. wearing a lot of Nikes. Yeah. The problem with Nike is that Nike puts out good fucking shoes from time to time, amazing shoes. But then they reel you in with the mass produced bullshit after they sell you the dope shit. Like the, they put out the off white ten, 
Amazing fucking shoes Every last one of them Dope ass shoe High quality All that shit Like Virgil Abloh Really put his fucking stamp On the shit mm. Now The second run Of off-white Vapor Maxes Are shit And I just ordered A pair the other day And I'm pissed I like the way They look on screen They look great on screen Love showed me a picture From real life Not a professional White background picture yeah. It's the worst Fucking shoe Out right now yeah. I'm pissed. I want to fucking like. I'm gonna end up selling them. I got them for a good price. So I paid uh, six twenty four for them. Yeah, that's pretty good. Cause they they on there in a fifteen for nine. So shit, yeah, that's pretty good. I was just shocked to see him in a 15. Yeah. Everybody was uh, posting their sneaker rotations online the other day. I wanted to be petty and put up my, uh, I got the the, uh, the Dior uh, runners, mm-hmm. but they didn't come yet. So I couldn't do it. <laughs> I remember uh, Bun B and Fat Joe, they was doing a 30 for 30. Yeah, and um, that shit turned it's like a hundred for a hundred or some shit. Yeah, like I remember Jules Jewel, Jewel, Adam was like, "Let's do three sixty five for three sixty five And I think one of them had adding back like, "You serious?" I'm like, "He's not playing." <laughs> They're really he's like five fifty in. Yeah, it's retarded. How many sneakers you got? Me? Yeah, I don't know. I got a lot. I, I got I got a bunch because I, I got a bunch of shit in the in the back closet. I don't even put on. I probably only got like sixty seventy pairs now. I slimmed down my shit a lot. Well, I get yo. It's I turn my shoes over now. When we move. I gave away like 15 pair. Yeah. Like, I, do, I donated them because I just, like, I'm not going to wear these shits no more. I'm probably had, sitting on like a good 40. I buy probably anywhere between 20, no, probably 30 to 55 pairs of shoes a year. I don't keep them all though. Like, some shit, I'll just eventually, I'll look at it enough times and be like, nope, gotta go. Me, I've gotten to the point now where it's just like, I really don't get, because I've, I've had everything I ever wanted yeah. as far as sneaks. I literally now, it's like, when I really, really want something, it's like, like those Supremes, I'm going to break down and buy them. Yeah. It's like, Jules just bought them. Jules, yeah, Jules is a funny <laughs> ass dude. Because like, he'll be like real quiet and not like saying, because we, we got like a, a, a group chat about sneaks. Okay. I might add you to that jump. We got to join about sneaks. And then he'll just like hit me randomly at like four in the morning, like with like eight pair of some shit he just bought. <laughs> like I thought you said uh, he's like I'm, he's what he said the other day. I, at this point, I'm just knocking. Uh, what's the Magna Carta? He's like I'm just chasing the Holy Grails now. Like I'm just getting the shit that you gotta have. But uh, yeah, he bought the Supremes. They look good too, and like real like seeing them in like yeah. real life, they look real good. But um, yeah, I'm in love with the the Black History Month Vapor Max. Some joints is just. They hard body. They beautiful, man. They all that. They beautiful. There was something else I saw the other day. I like the new uh, Paul George joints. The PS joints, the PlayStation joints. Them joints is hot. I like them. I like all Paul George shoes, though. I want a pair of the Bruce Lee Kyrie's, but they hard. finding them in a 15 is going to be hard. like, you know. I like all the Kyrie shoes, too, for the like, most part. Like finding a blood diamond. It's <laughs> <laughs> just going to be fucking difficult. But uh, that's enough talking at. Well, we're gonna do a whole sneaker episode sooner yeah, or later. Yeah, for sure. Sponsored by Kicks USA. Shout out to uh, Will and Dario. Um, I don't have anything else to add. I don't Pot- have all potential sponsors, send us an email to realestpodcastever at gmail dot com. Um, you know, if you that's about sponsor inquiries, whatever like that. We haven't answered no questions in a while. Y'all can send y'all questions there too. We got to ask Chad fucking uh, email also, but I don't know the name of the email. We actually do got a lot of questions. I just forget. We just been having, we've been killing this shit the last couple of weeks. We like, I get in here and I don't even fucking think about opening the joint. We gonna answer y'all questions next week, and we uh we trying to get a special guest up here who's got a lot of controversy on his name right now. We trying yeah. to get him up here next week. <laughs> if we do, 
that's going to be that's going to be the show where y'all can't talk to me no more afterwards <laughs> cuz that show's going fucking viral. Facts. And uh we got to get somebody to come video that if indeed we do get that. So that's what we're working on for next week, but uh I'm out of here. I'm about to go uh get drunk. Not as drunk as I was this past weekend, but drunk nonetheless. And uh it's your boy C Diddy. I'm Matt. We out of here. Holla back. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.